The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. With Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And the mechanical mangler, it's Falounder. Oh, the day I was born. <laughs> How's it going? Look out, here we go. Freaking Wednesday, humpity hump hump. And we had a little rain this morning. Now I think it's just uh, it's warming up and it's kind of weird weather. We got the wetness coming for a couple of days. And then it's, it's wintertime, but it's weird around here. We got some kind of warm front going through. Anyway, that's just a quick weather. Pete Davis, uh, what's new in the mountains of Macon there, my friend? Well, I stayed up all night wondering where the sun had gone. Yeah. And then it then dawned, it dawned on, on you, did it? It was kind of, <clears throat> oh, goody. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. When's your next uh, Holy Crap at Sports uh, podcast, uh, by the way? That would probably be Friday morning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, and uh, Flounder, what's going on? How's it with the uh, darkness of the Flounder Cave? Uh, All is well here. Uh, you've been very busy today. We've uh, pounded a whole bunch of sound bites uh, on you today. Lots I mean, of content today. Yes, we do. I have a lot of, a lot of newsy stuff, uh, and a lot, we're doing a lot of goofing around, too, because i got a couple of hairs across. I mean, I have a couple of nitpicks. Uh, that I want to get off my well, yeah hello I got it off my chest uh, for a couple things. Uh, first of all, uh, okay stories. We got a million. I'm waiting to hear about the story of this uh, of of the, of the of the kid who had to live alone and the story behind it was just uh, horrible. All the stuff you wanted to talk about politics and the, the big the, you know, New Hampshire primary last night. Also, uh, Fanny the Floozy is back in the news again along with her uh, lover boy. And uh, his credentials and some of the, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just icky. And I don't know how, the, I, don't, I don't know why she hasn't made the announcement. But again, like Pete says, she'll never quit because she wants to be mayor. So we'll see. Anyway, more about the questions surrounding all that, uh, that pair of, uh, of, of trollops in, uh, here in Fulton County. Also, the love heart, I don't care what you say to me, I love this story. And more explanation on the heart fingers, which is uh, Tra- Travis Kelsey doing toward his love girl. Uh, Taylor Swift, who does that to her fans in the audience, a little heart finger uh, sign that I think you're f- probably familiar with. And we'll talk about that, and you're going to make fun of me, and I don't care. Uh, also, we'll talk about a, a story about those three guys in Kansas City still. And now there's another guy who was there, too, a fifth guy. Uh, shows up out of and, and so I mean the three guys who died after watching the football game and then uh, the I'm two of them were outside and one was on the porch and there was dog why would why wouldn't the dog have done it and said you bark bark I mean it's just it's just a lot of fishy stuff going on here and I don't get it. Also speaking of dogs, have you heard what Peter wants to do now? Peter says because of the death of Ugga Ten or whatever the number was uh, that they should stop having any dogs as mascots because he you know they pant in the summer you know they're out there at the game and they're panting and they're hot <sighs> my God please anyway we'll we'll talk about it uh, and uh, then I'm then I'm so oh, you got Flounder's funnies oh by the way some skanky teachers are in the news again holy cow I mean you know threesomes and group things and yeah. thirty different uh, teenagers and these are women. Seducing 15 and 16. 
Anyone? Where were these women? I, and again, day? there were a couple of hot babe teachers I had growing up. I, you know, I remember. And but there was never even a a, a thought. Go well, I'm, you know, then nobody ever. I don't think that probably ever happened. I don't. I don't know. Who? How do I know? Anyway, okay. Here's a number. By the way, we love phone calls. And with politics, what do you think? Uh, should uh, Should Nikki Haley drop out? Does it make any difference? Uh, anything political you want to do? But also, um, I know that you're gonna. We're gonna you're gonna make fun of me when we talk about Taylor Swift. And her guy, and I want you, Kimmer Babes, to come to my defense because I believe that this is a much bigger issue than just uh, you know uh, getting publicity for national football. I think this. I, I, I'll bet you. I'll bet you that that women who are as liberal as could be and as independent as could be also deep down in their hearts would love to have a real man who's willing to show his sensitive, tender, nurturing side to do anything for his lady. Oh, please. Uh, there you are. Please. My Kimmer babes, I guarantee you, even the ones who hate things I stand for, I'll bet you are saying, you know, uh, uh, frankly, uh, I miss no. that. We've got enough of beta males. All right. I think even the women that's are not, tired of the beta males. That's nothing to do with beta male. I, I, that's, got not, that's not being a beta male. That's being a real man. God, you guys are so freaking in the oh, woods please. here. All right, 308, 308. A couple of kind of do a quick nitpick here. Uh, first of all, I'm, I, I can't believe this. Every stinking night going home, high beams. I, I'll bet you I'll bet you 25% of the cars on the road driving at night have their high beams on, not only coming at me. And if I flick my lights, they don't change. They don't, you know, it's, I think they're giving me the bird coming at me. But it's even worse when they're behind me. Now, luckily, I don't know whether your car is the same in Flounder, don't know whether yours is the same, but car rear windows now are much more tinted and much more not reflective than they used to be. When I was growing up driving my 53 Chevy, I mean, it was like a clear, you know, pane of window. And if someone had their high beams on behind you, you couldn't see. I mean, you were you were blinded in your rear view mirror. Uh, but nowadays, I can see that they have their high beams on, but it, but it's not really as offensive as it used to be because the rear window has, has much better tinting quality, I guess. But still, it's, it's rude and offensive, and they don't put them down. I mean, and again, today coming in, it was raining. And it wasn't horrible, horrible hard rain. It was kind of sprinkly and misty. So people had their, like, you know, uh, intermittent wipers on, stuff like that. But it was enough to have headlights on. And yet still, people are either driving with no headlights on when their wipers are on or even behind me, high beams. In the daylight with high beams on is offensive and is distracting. Turn your free. You can see the little blue light on your dashboard. You know your high beams are on. Give me a break. Anyway, I just, I, I, honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to get out of my car at a stoplight and go back there and punch him in the face. I'd probably get shot. So I'd have to think twice about it. But honestly, I, I mean, it's just rude. I hate, I just hate it. It's a little thing. Turn your freaking lights down. And especially coming at somebody in the nighttime. My God, what's the matter with you? It's, it's, you can't it's, see. It's a breakdown of little rules of society like traffic violations and traffic rules, stop signs, yield signs, lights on high. Stuff like that that shows that society is in free fall. Well, we're definitely on the way. Uh, 310 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And we got a million things coming out, including a phone call. Swatum joining us on a hump day with a phone. Hello, Swatum. You're on the radio. What's up? Hey, what's up, Kimmer? Hey, uh, the reason them, those high beams might be happening is because they have all these cars that have all these buttons and they don't have no idea how to thread off. <laughs> well, <laughs> are you old enough to remember when the high beams was a little metal button on the on the floorboard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember? Yeah, that was how your high beams were. You hit with your foot, click, click, on the dash, on the floorboard. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, but that's th- those are good times. <laughs> All right. All right, so I I'm, I'm, call, I'm, calling, yeah. I'm calling about uh, Haley and the Trump. Yeah, part. yeah, what do you think? Uh, the, I don't think, I mean, the only reason I see Haley staying in the race if she knows that something's going to happen in, to Trump in the next couple of weeks. Uh, she just wants to be like, uh, after that, she's got to be front-runner pretty yeah. much. Well, I, you, that, that could well be true. Plus, you know, I mean, it'd be kind of uh, silly for her to give up now before her own South Carolina primary, but she's going to be embarrassed because she's not going to win it by a mile. So, but, uh, Kimmer, then again, just remember what they say about socialists. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to talk about spending money until they run out of money. So yeah, right. she's doing the same stuff. Yeah, I guess. It's all uh, her money. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. 3-11. Oh, by the way, just thought of the speaking of headlights and stuff, do you? Re- I'll bet you don't remember this or don't know this. Sometime, I think it was in the, might have been the mid-60s, could have been early, uh, somewhere in there, uh, Cadillac came out on their, with their big cars, like the big ones, they came out with a dashboard-mounted uh, plastic beam, and uh, if you were so you could drive your car at night, and you keep your high beams on all the time in this Cadillac. And whenever you would approach a car, the car lights coming at you would automatically flick your automatic dashboard-mounted thing and turn your beams down low, so you wouldn't have to click it; it would happen automatically. It was an automatic lower your beam sensor. On the, on the top of the dashboard, right under the rearview mirror on Cadillacs, on the yeah. Fleetwood and the Brougham or whatever. I remember. Do you remember that? You ever heard of that? Oh, we got our delay going. It must be the weather. We got this uh, three-second, no. uh, I can't see you, talk to you. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> Flounder, have you ever heard of that? Or well, I've been shaking like my head for 15 <laughs> oh, okay. seconds. Well, so I, I that's the thing. I just, that. God. Okie dokie. Anyway, all right. Oh, also, I got a problem with, I brought a little nut mix in here today. I'm going to talk about this in a minute because I'm a little ticked off about it. And we'll get to that, too. Also, if you haven't heard President's stupid face, oh, my God, he's at it again. You're going to hear the sound. Plus, we'll get right into the sound. A, a, an incredible story first of a, a youngster and how he had to take care of himself and why. And then we'll get into all the politics. And it's all coming up. 313 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Philander. 106.3. Look out. This song, 317 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, my buddy Warren Sivon. All about werewolves, London. <laughs> kind of a sad ending to this little uh, commentary coming up here, but love the song. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. Warren Sivon. This was his birthday, born in 1947. He died in 2003. I can't believe it's been that long. I, I wow. Best known for werewolves. Hey, play it again. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, werewolves of London. Warren Zevon uh, had not gone to a doctor in more than 20 years, and they found his lung cancer. It was too late. As he told David Letterman, his fear of doctors was one of those phobias that just did not pay off. Warren Zevon, birthday today. And uh, other birthdays include that naughty little Natasha Kinsky, Schmidt Frank Arana. 
Uh, the little uh, says the German goddess who starred in the 1982 erotic horror movie Cat People. She's 63. Uh, there was a poster of her where she posed nude with a snake. In 1981, it inspired Jennifer Lawrence to undress for Vogue in 2015. Natasha Kinski is 63. Uh, a little clunky today. I saw a picture of her when I was looking up the bio of stuff on her. So, it's all right. And, uh, but no, no, that's okay. Uh, who am I, you know? Uh, in uh, 1922 on this day, genius Christian K. Nelson of Ottawa, Canada. I'm sorry, I'll take that back. <laughs> Uh, Onawa, Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> oh, so, Otumwa. Otumwa. <laughs> of Onomatopoeia, Detroit. Uh, the man was from Iowa. Christian K. Nelson <laughs> patented the Eskimo pie. <laughs> but, uh, you guys ever had, you know what that is? You have Eskimo pies? Flounder, you ever have Eskimo pies? Oh yeah, uh, I've had the dessert. Yeah, like the ice cream. The ice cream, little ice cream yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, are you, I, now the problem is yeah. they don't have enough chocolate oh, on yeah. them. They need way more chocolate. They're good, but they need way more chocolate. Right? Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, yeah. way more You're chocolate. Right. And, and by the way, spe- I'm going mean, to a quick nitpick here. Quick nitpick. Um, uh, speaking of food, because this is driving me nuts. I think everything. I guess because of the economy, everything's changing. I, I bought the other day. I bought one of those uh, tin cans. I usually don't buy them because they're very expensive. Those t- uh, small tin cans of mixed nuts. The planters mix nuts, you know what I mean? Most of it's peanuts and almonds. They do have those little round ones and, and the great big ones, stuff like that. But they, but the best kind, and in fact, I'm going to hold this up to, I hope you can see this on, uh, on YouTube. I'm holding it up to the camera. I brought a little bag of, uh, of cashews, and my favorite part of the mixed nuts is the salted pecans, pecans, okay? But they only have like four of them in there. There must be 300 nuts. There must be four, 300 peanuts and almonds and stuff like that. And they have like four of the salted pecans. And I don't understand it because if they're, I mean, they're so good. If they were, if I were rich, I would buy 30. I would clean out the freaking store of those mixed planters, mixed nuts, and empty them all out and just take the salted pecans and the cashews and put those in a separate thing and eat those two together, and that's all I really want. The rest of it, throw it the hell away. But again, there's like four of them. What the hell? I, I, honestly, why doesn't somebody come up with a whole can of just the salted pecans, which are spectacularly delicious? Seriously, am I wrong or am I wrong? What are you? Now, what am I, a doctor? Are you a squirrel? <laughs> no, seriously, don't you, I, I, don't you? Don't you guys do mixed nuts? And don't you love the salted pecans? Isn't that the best part? Uh, well, oh, yeah, cashews right. are the worst. Well, I, that was pretty flat. I, I can't believe it. I mean, I, but I was, I, and again, I brought them in. There's like, there's like none in there. It's unbelievable. And uh, so anyway, so I, I do. I don't. I, I don't eat before the show. I can't. I, I eat breakfast and then I don't. I have little snacks. I bring in uh, some nuts or, and cookies and stuff. So and I bring flounders cookies too. Huh. Every day. So anyway, uh, have a Snickers. You're not yourself. I, I'm just You're not myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm never going to be myself either. That's this is it. I mean, I'm. Scr- you know, I, I can't go back. It's over. There's nothing. This is it. <laughs> this is pretty freaking pathetic. Uh, 321. <laughs> Kim or Pete and Flounder. 404-741-1230. Okay, it's 404-741-1230. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of, I was talking about driving. I'm not making this up either. Uh, what's this, Wednesday? Monday morning, on the way, to, uh, on, uh, on the way home, on the way home Monday night, uh, here near the battery, there's a shell station on Terrell Mill or, or uh, uh, Powder, Powers Ferry before you get to Terrell Mill. Right? It's near the battery, okay? Shell, where I go if I'm going home, I stop there because it's, it's right. Uh, high test, 
Shell gas, $4.60 Monday. Today, the Shell station near uh, Encore Parkway in Alpharetta, where I live, $4.06. at the battery Shell, $4.06 at the Shell in Alpharetta near me. Uh, it, I mean, hmm. I guess because they can get away with it. And, I, you know, when I'm paying, I stopped. Yep. I filled it up. I mean, can you believe it? And by the way, I just, I just saw another promo for the Democrats. I hate these people so freaking much. In fact, I'm, I'm, we're going to play sound bites. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox here in a second. I hate these. I can't, I, I can't even watch, even when Fox News uh, covers the news of the politics, and then they say, and here's what the liberals over on CNN and MSNBC and MSNBC are saying. I, and I start to watch, and I get so angry. That morning Joe home-wrecking bastard and his little trampy home-wrecking wife, they both ruined two marriages. And, and, and they, they had the balls to come on. I was watching this morning a, a repeat of the stuff from last night and they were saying, well, you know, these dangerous if Trump wins again, it's, it, it's the end of the, our democracy. It's the end of America as we know it. I mean, they, they're, they're so dangerous. I mean, this could, I'm going, you dirty, rotten, lying bastard. They're filling poison into the minds of people who believe this crap. If, if Donald Trump, first of all, even if Donald Trump were to become a dictator, he wouldn't last two days the, his own Republican Party would throw him out. They, you know, he doesn't have, you know, 80 million people who will, who will kill for him. Come on. You know, I, I mean, he wouldn't, nobody would get away with it. You can't be a dictator in this country because all of us would say, no, nah, you're going too far. I mean, so what, what are they talking about? What, what the hell are they afraid of? They're the ones who are going if to, they, if they are in charge, they're going to be the Nazis. They're going to pass 19 members of the Supreme Court. They're going to make sure that they federalize elections. They're going to make sure the borders are open. They're going to make sure there's amnesty. They're going to make sure that they take away your guns. And they're going to take away your pistols and your shotguns and your 30-30 deer rifles. They're going to get all of it. And, and they're complaining that Donald Trump is liable to change America for the worse? Give me a break. I hate these people. I swear to God, that morning Joe fight a reach in the television. I'm going to rip his freaking vocal cords out. <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 I can't wait for 3D TV. And maybe we can, oh, my God, oh, my God, let's do this. Let's have 3D TV, and we'll do like a Star Trek where they have the, you know, beam me up, Scotty thing. And so I can actually go from my, from my couch or my, my, easy, my chair watching the TV so, and go right into the TV and go right for his freaking throat. I hate these people. <laughs> they're, they're traitors. They're dirty, stinking traitors. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, let's do news. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I got to do this story first. Everybody okay? Are we okay? Am I, I'm sorry. Did I do everything bad? Everybody leaving? Everybody, am I fired? Oh, hi, Tiffany. Hi, baby. Is that our friend Tiffany? Hey, sweetie. And, and is that a man in there? Oh, my God. He's got two hot babes in there. No, wait a damn second. I got nothing, and he's got two hot babes? Well, how the hell did this happen? Move along. Move along. I'm not, I don't want to move along. I want to look at Tiffany and Amanda. <laughs> Give me a break. That's, that's all I get. You know, that's, that's, that's supposed to hold me like for a month. Just seeing a pretty girl, okay? <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Just okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. All right, 325. We're starting over right and now. We're starting right now. Okay. All right. An incredible story. A uh, youngster, his mother in France decided to go live with her boyfriend, so she left him on his own. And uh, she has been caught and charged in court and sentenced and convicted. But here's the story. Uh, her son lived alone. There were times when he didn't have any hot water, heating or electricity, 
washed himself in cold water, wrapped up in sleeping bags to stay warm. He stole tomatoes from a nearby balcony, someone growing vegetables nearby, scavenged for food from neighbors. Uh, before he was found, neighbors expressed their concerns of the boy's mother, who told them she was caring for her son and mind her own business. His uh, life of solitude and neglect went undetected for two years. The boy went to school. He was clean. He kept up good grades. He did his homework, and his principal says he was, and the mayor said he was a great student despite his ordeal. Uh, It was kind of a protection that he put around himself to say everything is fine by taking care of himself. He would. Uh, he told his classmates he ate his meals alone, took the bus alone. He didn't go out much, stayed at home most of the time uh, for two years. Oh, did I mention he was seven? Seven when his mother left him for two years. At nine years old, finally, the cops said, wait a minute, this can't be right. Uh, neighbors have now said they have spoken of their guilt. And not acting sooner, not realizing what the hell was going on over there at this apartment in a little town in France. And they just, you know, it was the anonymity of modern life playing a part, they say, in allowing the neglect to continue for so long. He was seven. One neighbor said when there was a family and a village around the family, if the mother neglected the child, it didn't matter too much because the rest of the family and the whole village took care of that child. It's not like that anymore. He was What did seven. he eat? Whatever he could steal. He would just go he would just get food, take food, go, you know, whatever. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, I, I I mean, obviously no TV, no radio, no no nothing, no book. I mean, what what was he what, all day, all night by himself for 2 years at the age of 7. This woman ought to be hanged by the neck. Uh, his father lived in another town. He was not charged with anything. Don't even know if he knew anything about anything. The mother was sentenced to a lousy six months in prison. They should have hanged her by the neck. I mean, this is outrageous. God, I mean, can you, can you imagine? If you have a seven-year-old child right now, think to yourself, yeah, what happens if you just left him? Uh, you're on your own, kid. See ya. God. No, oh, I'm dying here. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, let's do some sound bites, shall we? Uh, Flounder, we got a whole bunch of sound bites. Uh, the uh, election last night, the uh, primary in New Hampshire, the first official primary. The other thing was a caucus in Iowa. First official primary. Uh, we have a little Donald Trump sound bite. Flounder, let's do a little Donald Trump talking about what. Uh, and then we got a couple sound bites, including Tim Scott first. But let's do uh, Donald Trump. If we got one. We are going to win this. We have no choice. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. I do. I believe our country is finished. We have an opportunity to do something so amazing. And the good news and the reason we have such support, the best numbers I've ever had, the reason we have support is because they are so bad at what they're doing and so evil, and they're destroying our country. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. We'll see you on the trail. And thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> see you on the trail. Anyway, now we got a lot more coming up. You're going to hear uh, from uh, a little thing with Tim Scott about, and you're going to hear Nikki Haley and also Vivek coming up. I did everything right, and they <laughs> indicted me. Yes, that's true. And we'll also hear from a guy, the uh, the uh, uh, Democrat who showed up out of nowhere that nobody knows, who actually did pretty damn well against Biden at the uh, primary last night, but who also 
Show says, you Democrats are idiots. You're misreading all these MAGA Republicans. You're slandering every day. You've got it wrong. That's coming up. Plus, President Stupid Face, the Bibbly Babbler, sounds like a little kid. 3.30 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. has a lot of great melodies and great harmony. I think that's one of the things I like, although I don't, I, for some reason, I, I don't listen to country music much anymore. I have my magic stick and my uh, XM stuff. Uh, but this Morgan, is it Wallen or Waylon? W-A-L-L, probably Wallen, right? Wallen. Wallen. Uh, singer Morgan Wallen, number one on the album chart in uh, 2021 with his second studio album, Dangerous, double album. In March 22, the album established the, wow. This album, uh, in uh, March 22, 2022, established the all-time record for the longest duration at number one, 98 weeks and counting on Billboard's country album chart. Holy criminy. That's a beautiful sound. So uh, That's a little down-home country right there. It's back when I was a country DJ called Tom Peterson. <laughs> well, can't have gotten him, Kim. That's a damn girl's name. Ain't going to be getting that one on OK Hat Radio. <laughs> uh, Merle Haggard and those guys were the down-home country. And, uh, uh, you know, well, we know uptown country is a whole different story. Uh, 3.36, a quick birthday of note here. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Ed Helms' birthday. Ed Helms is 50. He's Andy on The Office. A former Daily Show correspondent and Stu, the dentist in the Hangover movies. He also cashed a paycheck for playing the grown version of Chevy Chase's son in the Vacation Reboot. I don't think I ever saw any of those. Ed Helms is fifth. That's pretty good. Uh, he's a good actor. He's, he's, uh, he does good stuff. He's a funny guy. Local kid. Oh, is that right? I did not know that. Uh, what do you, by local, what do you mean? A high school kid around here or what? Her family around Marietta. Here? Is he the Marietta Helmses? Uh, I'll be damned. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, on this day, <laughs> well, okay, probably the Marietta Helmses. Uh, on this day in 1961, a judge in Mexico, oh, ding dong, oh, that's from Pete, I'll see what it is. I have my, uh, my thing now in front of me now so I can look at my stuff on my iPad. Uh, 1961, a judge in Mexico put his Jose Hancock on the papers. See what I did there? <laughs> judge in Mexico, says Jose Hancock. Yes. On I the papers, yeah, on this day. Uh, on the papers. And Marilyn Monroe was divorced for the third time, 1961, this day. The final one was Arthur Miller, the playwright, The Grounds Incompatibility. It was Marilyn's third divorce. The first was to her childhood sweetheart, Jimmy Doherty. Uh, then the uh, wife beater, Joe DiMagigio, I think. Uh, and then uh, Arthur Miller. <laughs> Joe DiMagigio. <laughs> 
He's a utility player for the <laughs> yeah, Metropolitan. Yeah, yeah. He worked the grounds crew yeah. at the, <laughs> the polo grounds. Long Island <laughs> Doing, doing, breaking news, breaking news. What's up? Doing, that doing. Uh, Arizona Republican chairman yeah. out there that he called on tape trying to bribe Carrie Lake. To stay out of the race, yeah, for Senate, yes. He's he's resigning. I'm sorry? And uh, Flounder says... Flounder says he's got audio of him resigning or something. It's ah. not him resigning. It's it's that. So yesterday, about five minutes of audio was released, and this is the tail end of it. Pretty much him uh, showing talking to Carrie Leak, trying to get her to drop exactly. out of the Senate race in Arizona. Yes. Okay, excellent. They're elected officials, unless they're pre-approved by the swamp, and the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help. I you think win. you should go public with this and then no, say, "Hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want. They're... And then I turn my key in my car and I just. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that they... Don't tell anybody that we had this conversation. I'm offended Boom. that they um, <laughs> don't care about our country more. I actually wish you'd just give me a counteroffer this big. Give me a counter. <laughs> I can't. I can't be bought. Come on. I can't. All right, I'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. Are you hoping to give a counteroffer? Oh, my God. There it is. That was right the, in front of you. That was the GOP chairman of Arizona. Is that what we're saying? This is the guy from me. Oh, yeah. man. What, what? I mean, what if they? Well, but again, you I, know what, it goes on. <laughs> but to hear it. Yeah. Well, I, now, again, the, the, it's, it's not quite as bad as fixing a voting machine or, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to keep Donald Trump off the uh, al- or off the thing by court means and, and stuff like that. But uh, this is infighting in their own party, which is bad enough. But at least they're not trying to not get a Republican elected. I mean, so the, the, the difference is that it was bad. It was an internal horrible thing. And he definitely should never work politics again for not standing up for her when someone came to him and said, we own it. You know, like the backers must have come to him and said, see if you can get her to do it. He should have told him to go to hell. And by the way, once again, you know who broke this story? Probably the Daily Mail. That's exactly really? right. Yeah, there you are. Unbelievable. Uh, 340, uh, 330, let's call it 340. Kim Repeat and Flounder, 404-741-1230. If you want to jump in on any of this po- uh, politics stuff, we'd love to hear from you. 404-741-1230. Uh, Tim Scott had the crowd going last night. Flounder will do a, a bunch of sound bites here. Uh, Tim Scott, along with Donald Trump, uh, celebrating the victory. And at one point, he got the crowd really riled up when it kind of went like this. Two great senators, which is hard. I mean, did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and Nikki Haley appointed. Think of it. Appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's <laughs> That's why he's a great politician. That was Tim Scott yeah, goofing around last night. We'll talk. We'll hear from Haley and some more stuff, and also Vivek, and also a Democrat who's uh, trying to get the other parts of members of his party to snap out of it. Uh, yeah, play the Biden sound. Uh, well, okay, we can do that now. I had that like third down, but let's do that now. Hold on a second. I have to go find it now because it was right here in the area. With it. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, that's not it. Hold on. It's one more down. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and just grab that. Uh, this is pretty, actually, this is really funny. Uh, speaking of Donald Trump, President Stupid Face has now gone, uh, has now gone so far as to tell the American people 
at another podium what he's going to do in terms of lesson teaching to the former president of the United States, a founder, if you will, sir. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. And no sand-wagging, bush-wagging, horn-swaggering, crocker-crocker. He's going to roll away. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> My no, God. Some of the reaction. I mean, that's your president. It's just unbelievable. Some of the reaction. Yeah, Joe Biden will be in three states today. The state of unconsciousness, the state of semi-conscious, and the state of confused. Uh, all joking aside, one guy said, Joe Biden should be taken care of in the late state of his life when his faculties are clearly crumbling. No one should want to see a human falling apart like this publicly. It's sad and says more about the people who let it happen than about Joe Biden. I blame that stinking wife of his, the cuckold queen, for enabling him. Yeah. To, she should have grabbed him by the collar and said, you're retired, idiot. What's the matter with you? God, uh, what's sad is the crowd cheering his nonsensical rambling. Uh, behind him, they're cheering and have zero idea what he's saying. And the crowd cheers the gibberish because he's speaking their language. Again, the, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Train seals. God, oh my, it's just the president. You'd think they'd be embarrassed. And instead, again, I just saw I just saw this morning. Uh, in fact, one of the things he was mentioning at this at this rally was how how great the economy's doing. He's now he actually said, uh, "We're so proud that the economy is rebounding from COVID better than any other economy in the world." Rebounding? I paid four sixty for gas for one gallon this week. And for this morning, I paid four oh six. To Monday, I paid four sixty for one gallon of gasoline. And the economy is rebounding. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, it's the balls on these people. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, let's do a little Nikki here. By the way, uh, coming up in just a second. By the way, the Babylon Bee has got this right. Presidential frontrunner and conservative favorite Nikki Haley announced that she has won the New Hampshire primary by a whopping negative twelve points. It's an honor to not be New Hampshire's overwhelming pick to not run against President Biden this fall," said Haley to an enthusiastic crowd of twelve tonight Democrats. Tonight we send a loud and clear message to Donald Trump that we won't not not be a Ignored. Media outlets called the race early as Nikki Haley began to pull away by a negative nine points. Sources expected the lead to grow to around negative 12. At publishing time, Nikki Haley confirmed she would definitely not in no way not stay in the race. So, And now here's Nikki Haley, a, a flounder, if you will, responding to the cheers of the crowd right here. At one point in this campaign, there were 14 of us running. And we were at 2% in the polls. Well, I'm a fighter. And I'm scrappy. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. Wow. And today we got close to half of the vote. Half? Yeah, well, well, no, no. <laughs> we still have a ways to go, yeah, yeah, but we'll we of. keep moving up. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, that's good. I, I, you know, God bless her. She actually, you know, she. I think she would she get 30%. Well, uh, but still, I, I th as I understand it, they broke down the votes, and apparently it was mostly Democrats who tried to get her above, the, like, the 15% right. level. It was it was not Trump's, you know, Trump haters. It was, well, it was Trump haters, but they were Democrats. 
with people who, you know, the unaffiliated and the, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, well, un- unaffiliated could vote any way, any way they wanted to. And so they were trying to put her over the top to fight Donald Trump. Any state run by the GOP that still has the law which allows you to cross over yeah. in a primary, they are as corrupt as the day is long. Yeah, that's right. You can, you can declare on that day what party you want to be, and then you can change your You can't if Now, if there's a, run out, a runoff in your other party that you're normally in, you can't then switch to go vote in a runoff. But if you vote in the Republican primary, you can be anything you want if you declare that day, and then you can change it for the next election. That's open primary. Switch anytime you want. And they did that for Nikki, and she thinks she's, uh, you know, winning. Oh, Lord. 346. Oh, so much more with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Stand by. Funny's coming up, too. my iPad. I guess uh, now that I'm big technology advanced in my life now, I check on my iPad and I got kind of distracted. And now that, you know, I'm into the whole tech thing now. 350, how you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder and the Allman Brothers and the sad note. Uh, sad note on this day in 2017, Butch Trucks, the drummer, Allman Brothers band, died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound in West Palm Beach, Florida. He was 69. Butch Trucks uh, played in various groups before forming the 31st of February uh, while at the Florida State University. That was the name of the group. Uh, in the mid-1960s, he joined the Allman Brothers band in 1969. Their 71 live release at Fillmore East represented an artistic and commercial breakthrough. And on 2017, he took his life on this day. Uh, let's see, a quick uh, birthday of note. Um, but, um, Michael Antkeen, you may not know the name, uh, 78 years old. He was, he was in Slapshot, one of the hockey players, and yeah, he was no. also in uh, Twin Peaks. And, and the Rookie. Uh, the rookie. Rookies. That's right. That's right. Michael Antkeen is 78 years old today. And on this day in history, uh, 1984, 40 years ago, Steve Jobs unveiled the Macintosh personal computer to a group of Apple shareholders with a dramatic presentation that shocked the crowd when the Mac spoke for itself. Mm-hmm. There you are. Uh, 351 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. More on the elections coming up. In fact, speaking of the elections, to the phones, it's Leela with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Hi, Leela. Welcome aboard. What's going on? Hey, Kimber. You know, we're up in North Carolina, but when we were down in Decatur, um, all of us Republicans and Democrats used to do the exact same thing to try to vote against Cynthia Kenny. Yeah. Um, and we, of course, we ended up with Hank Johnson, but um, yeah, it did backfire. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely backfired. Holy cow. Cynthia McKinney, they didn't, didn't name a highway after her. I mean, yeah, the, oh, my did. God. Oh, one of the stories about Cynthia McKinney. Oh, Lord. She and was the daddy. first. And her daddy was, oh, God. Billy, was it Billy? Billy? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Billy McKinney, yeah. Oh, Lordy. This goes back so, 30 yeah, years. It, it can backfire. But, but I, I laughed when they said, yeah, all the Democrats, goes, yeah, that's that's exactly what we did. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, you have, now who do you now? What do you, who do you think Donald Trump should pick as a running mate? Any have you have any thoughts on it? 
I don't know, but I like Vivek, but I could see him as like Secretary of Commerce or something like that. Yeah, smart kid, yeah, businessman. Business yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, good thought. I don't know, but yeah. I can't imagine it'd be Haley because no, no, uh, no, no. I, I think I too much, too much uh, water under the old bridge on that one. I'm pretty sure. But you never no, know. I, I mean, who see. knows? Maybe uh, I'm. You know, I don't. You know, nothing. Honestly, this, this political season. At this minute in my life, nothing would surprise me. I mean, literally nothing would surprise me. This is so, I, I, I can't predict anything. And nothing makes any sense. I, know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Now, I assume I knew Tim Scott because then they couldn't say, well, you know, if they vote against him, it'd be racist. Who knows? I know. Um, I, know. I, have, I have no clue who could possibly be. I know. It's very bizarre. Well, uh, thank you. And by the way, Leela, they're, now they're even making jokes about it. Uh, uh, Senator Tim Scott got engaged the day after endorsing Donald Trump. I saw that. And, <laughs> and, and Scott will, and Scott, it says here, and Scott will end the engagement the day after Trump picks somebody else to be his running mate. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but the good news is he got engaged. And remember, guys, if she says no, believe her. Luckily, this woman said yes. So Tim Scott's going to be a happy guy. <laughs> Leela, you have a great day, sweetie. I really I appreciate your call. You have a great afternoon. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Doc. Thanks, thanks, baby. Three fifty-four, exactly as we speak, with the camera feed and flounder. Um, I right, hold on a second. I got a thing over here. Oh, oh, back to uh, politics. In fact, uh, let's do. And then we got a flounder's funny coming. Let's do one before the top of the hour. Uh, first of all, Vivek uh, is now going to join us, talking about the win, and also after he's telling uh, Nikki Haley, just stop what you're doing and stop being an idiot. Here's a little Vivek Ramaswamy. I do think the right decision for Nikki Haley to make for the country and for the Republican Party tonight or very soon after tonight is to make this a one-person nomination for the Republican nomination and then head to a general election where we can focus, I think, this year on delivering a 1980-style moral mandate, a Reagan-style landslide. When you have the likes of John Fetterman even recently talking about the importance of the southern border, that says that many Democrats and independents and libertarians agree with the views of this America First movement. Well, there. You know, he, this is a smart kid we got here. It's up to us, the people at long last, to say, hell no, we will create a government that is accountable to us. And we, the people, have said tonight we want again, as we did in Iowa, Donald J. Trump. And uh, obviously, with the whole thing about Nikki Haley, I, you know, and, and her, her, her primary in South Carolina is not for weeks. So. Well, to, def to defend her, you know, in gambling, if they do the minus after a team, that means they're the favorite. They're the favorite. She'll so. win by 13. So <laughs> you could be right. Uh, do we have time to play the Biden challenger here, this guy, Dean uh, Phillips uh, Flounder? This is really interesting. Here's a, the Democratic congressman went to a rally with all Republicans, and he's got a message for Democrats who better get their head out of their butt. We have a crisis of participation. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. Bingo. And again, here's a Democrat. Uh, a congressman. So he's in there. I mean, he's he's in he's an insider. And, and nobody's. And again, if you watch the media and even when well, boy, when Fox, I can't watch TV, when Fox shows the the liberals on MSNBC and CNN again, I just I want to crawl through the TV and tell them to stop lying about my country. They're lying. They're, they're talking about us. 
They're saying the danger of Donald Trump. They're saying the danger of you and me. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'll be dangerous. You keep pushing me, I'll be dangerous. <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> yeah. Ow, God. Ouch, that hurts. Hold on. A little reminder for Flounder's funny here, come. What do you got there, Flounder? LA's a strange place. When the pandemic started, I drove by the park in my neighborhood and I spotted a guy sunbathing naked. <laughs> I yelled, hey, buddy. Put a mask on. <laughs> I think people are sick of the masks. I saw someone today getting harassed for wearing a mask. I was at the bank. The poor guy's just trying to rob the place. <laughs> My daughter graduated from college during the pandemic, and her graduation took place online. And she was so bummed out about it. Here's the thing. She went to an online university. I don't know what she's expecting, to be honest. I got in some bad habits during the pandemic. I would stay up late at night and buy things I shouldn't on Amazon. One night, late at night, I bought my hamster a Peloton. <laughs> that wheel is not enough of a challenge. I had a weird thing happen a couple weeks ago. I looked out on my front porch, and I spotted a coyote. And it was kind of my fault because I'd ordered a package from Acme. <laughs> <laughs> they get it. They just got it. You have to be a certain age to get that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roadrunner. Not as many Roadrunner fans as I yeah. have. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Who's that, that guy? That is uh, Brian Kiley. I'll get some more ahead. He's, uh, he's another guy like uh, the guy we played yesterday who does a bunch of one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, these are great. Keep them coming. Outstanding. Uh, by the way, it's uh, uh, 3.59. As we uh, hit to the top of the news, latest on the news here coming up, a couple of predictions that were made 100 years ago, 1924, 100 years ago, men would stop wearing corsets. Girdles and corsets were common for men in 1924. And they predicted uh, that men would stop wearing corsets, and they got that one right. A hundred years ago, a prediction. Uh, coming up 4 o'clock with the Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Look out. Stand by. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win.
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Singing about rehab. They're trying to make her go to rehab. Yeah. She said, no, no, no. Well, it's uh, too bad because it was on this day in 2008. Amy Winehouse was admitted to rehab in a battle to kick her addiction to drugs. There was a statement from her record company, Universal, said she entered the facility after talks with her record label, management, family, and doctors to continue her ongoing recovery against drug addiction. And it, uh, did she kill herself, or she just over? I think she just overdosed accidentally, didn't overdosed. she? Overdosed. Yeah. yeah but overdosed. again, you know, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's. I guess it's probably the hardest thing there is. My daughter Jennifer is a drug addict, heroin and cocaine, been clean twenty years. Thank God, but, because the issue now is fentanyl. Yeah, it's like that guy from Pawn Stars. The right. father is blaming the the, the, border. the issue on the border crisis. That's right, as well they should. Yeah. And again, the, the difference is, you know, Amy Winehouse was a drug addict. My daughter was a drug addict. Today's kids are being poisoned. I mean, they're not necessarily drug addicts. They may be studying for an exam or just, you know, goofing around for a week. I mean, it's not like they're shooting heroin. Well, the problem is, is it's here. It's, it's what's everywhere. Called, well, in in Atlanta alone, it's called the heroin highway, and it's Johns Creek. Alpharetta and uh, over in that northern part of Alpharetta part in the high schools. And it's a, I mean, it's a bad situation. Fentanyl is particularly just heroin because what they do is they start, they go through the parents' medicine cabinets. Wow. What? Again, I, you know, I just. Okay. You've got, you, you literally at this point have 60, 70 years of of knowing that all your heroes died from doing this. And if you still still do it, it, you're an idiot. Yeah. Again, this is not, you know, in the eighties, you know, part of the culture was fast moving society. The money was flowing in. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody's doing Coke, the nightclubs is studio 51 or whatever. I mean, there was a whole cultural thing exploding around the drug culture. This is different. We're not, we don't, we're not in that. We're in, a, we're in a racially divisive political nightmare right now. And it's, anyway, uh, uh, horrible, horrible. Uh, quick uh, birthday list of noted here. Neil Diamond, I love Neil Diamond, 83 years old. Parkinson's disease has now ended Neil Diamond's touring career at 83. His biggest smashes, of course, Sweet Caroline, Holy Holy, Cracklin' Rosie, uh, you don't bring me flowers with that horrible Barbara Streisand. Uh, Neil, Di- I took my mother to a Neil Diamond. She was visiting me in New Orleans in the mid '70s, and uh, Neil Diamond was playing. And I took my mother to a Neil Diamond concert in New Orleans back around 1975 or six or something like that, and it was wonderful. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And uh, let's see, on this day in history, it was pretty cool. In 1935, the first canned beer. Goes on sale. Kroger 
or I guess it was Kruger, Kruger Cream Ale, sold by the Kruger Brewing Company of Richmond, Virginia. Canned beer, first time ever on sale, 1935. The second brewery selling beer in cans was Paps. And the cans came with a picture of a can opener on the side of the beer can and directions on how to use the damn thing. Because nobody had ever, no, who ever heard of a can opener? They didn't have any for beer cans. And so in 1935, Pabst was the one who came out with directions on how to use a beer can opener. A church key. Do you ever call it a church key? That was before me, I think. Uh, Flounder, you ever heard of church key? I bet your dad has. I bet your old man has. Church key? Yeah, church key, yeah. Is it kind of beer? Uh, no, it's a can opener. Uh-uh. Uh, and also, in fact, I sh- I sh- I- if I'd known this, was, uh, I should have looked this up earlier. I have on my dog tags from the Marines in the 60s, I have a little teeny thing they used to give you in the sea in, in, uh, uh, rations was a little tiny little jagged, about a half inch long, um, jagged, uh, like a claw, metal claw. And you could open it up and, and jig jag the, uh, the openings to cans by doing a little bit at a time. You just open it with like a, like a, a knife, like a little teeny half inch long knife. To uh, purse the t- tops of the cans. Oh my God! I'll, purse, I'll, I'll take. I'll try to remember. Take a. I'll show you that. I can't remember what I'm talking about. I'll try to take. I've got my dog tags at home somewhere, and I'll try to find a picture just for kicks. Uh, just uh, the old days. That's back to show what the old days were like. And I can, you can still use it. It works. Uh, anyway, uh, 408. I'm having. A, I'm, gee, I'm having a little melancholy thing. It's very bizarre. Uh, Kevin Pete and Flounder. How's it going? Here's the number: 404-741-1230. Billion things in the news, including uh, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny. <laughs> Fanny, I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, Fanny. Well, there's more questions now. Uh, the governor apparently says, "Well, there's a lot of ways we could go about this. Let's do a study and see if we can figure out what's what might be wrong here. Maybe need some new laws or investigating committees or something." Instead of screaming from the mountaintops, I don't know why our governor of our state is not screaming about injustice and demanding, you know, whatever. Nobody is down here that I know of. Anybody anybody in Georgia screaming about the uh, Fulton DA? Uh, just going nuts about it, uh, complaining that, uh, you know, standing up and, and, and... No, nothing. Of course not. No. Well, there, uh, luckily there's some news about it. In fact, there's a whole bunch of news about her, including why she hired her lover uh, based on his credentials. Uh, she claimed that he was a, she said, well, he was a prosecutor, a special assistant attorney general, a judge, an investigator for Cobb County Sheriff's Department. Those are among the qualities and the qualifications of Nathan Wade that were listed by uh, Floozy, the Fanny the Floozy. Uh, she also mentioned uh, length and girth uh, among his uh, qualities. Uh, she never had to give him the old shoulder tap. Which, I, you know, once again, this year, in terms of relationships, this could be pretty important. Uh, apparently, he, do, he does the twist and the swirl at the end. So this, is, uh, this could be very, very important in terms of cementing your relationship. By the way, uh, she also listed can go all day, but I think that was supposed to be off the record. I'm fairly sure that was not supposed to be on the record for, of his achievements. Uh, uh, serves the citizens of Cobb County, all right. Serves one citizen of Fulton pretty pretty good, apparently. Uh, broke up the marriage. Uh, he spent six grand on travel in October and November. Booked flights for himself and uh, Fanny the Floozy and his mother to go to Miami. $2,500 for Royal Caribbean cruises. 990 bucks for Freedom of the Seas luxury liner. Uh, let's see. Uh, by the way, they were entitled to different pools, a spa, casino royale gambler, a full-size theater, and 
restaurants, bars, uh, and a bull and bear English pub on the boat. Uh, climbing wall, mini golf, basketball court. Uh, 400 bucks at the Swanky Hyatt Regency Aruba. Uh, three grand for the Norwegian Cruise Line. Four grand for the Travel Agency Vacation Express. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And <laughs> they've got the freaking records. Uh, this guy is now split from his wife of 26 years, Jocelyn. He's failed to answer a bunch of questions she wants in a deposition as they go through their divorce. She wants to know, you know, uh, what kind of drugs he's been taking, where he spends his money, where's the money going, what, how much is coming in, stuff like that. And he's not giving her a, a plain, simple answers, and so she's complaining about that. Uh, he filed a civil contempt order uh, for not uh, filing a judge's order to hand over discovery to his wife, lawyers. Uh, he got more than half a million bucks from uh, Floozy, the Fanny of Floozy. And uh, she, uh, he apparently gives her, like, nothing. Her bank account keeps bouncing what's going on. Anyway, the whole thing's a freaking nightmare. And it's embarrassment. And, and how it's even still. I mean, I can't, I can't believe any of this. How did she think she was going to get away with it? I, I, I mean, really? Come on. Hiring her lover I mean, who's never on. had any experience with a RICO case? <laughs> who's going to tell her no? Who's going to prosecute her? Who's going to fire her? Come uh, on. Yeah, she, she, she claimed the race card. Remember, in the, on, in the church pulpit, in church, this is typical for black Democrats. They will use the bully pulpit of the church. God, they used to pull this crap uh, back when I came here in 1972. Oh, man, when Maynard Jackson was going to be the first black mayor of Atlanta, and the boy, the the uh, bully pulpit of the black churches was all political. All political. The sermons were all politics. And now she's brought that back when she goes into church and says, well, there were three investigators I hired, and they were only going after one of them because he was black. No, because you were sodomizing him. How about that? I mean, that you know, <laughs> anyway, I mean, give me a freaking break. All right, well, let's turn the love around here, shall we, for just a second here at 412 with the camera, Pete and Flounder. Travis Kelsey and the signature heart hand maneuver that he made after scoring that touchdown in the game the other day. Well, Travis Kelsey's opening up about what inspired him to show off one of his girlfriend Taylor Swift's signature moves to her audiences, making the sign of a heart with your fingers. He held it up to the fans at Sunday's game against the Buffalo Bills, scoring a touchdown. And then on the podcast last night, he explained to his older brother he was inspired to do the move to bring a little positivity to the sport. Quote, yeah, man, had to spread the love, baby. Always got to spread that love, baby. Travis doing the move, seemingly in direction of the suite where girlfriend Taylor Swift was seated and uh, members of their families and so forth. But Travis went on to say also it was to the Bills fans who uh, greeted him with a lot of hate when he pulled up. So he's sarcastically but friendly giving them the old heart sign. It's okay. It's I know it's just a ball game. By the way, they'll have to wait to see whether he's going to do it again. Uh, he's known to do a signature point and arrow move after he scores. He confessed on a previous episode, motivated by his mindset to always dream big on and off the field. Uh, and uh, he's uh, NFL legend Carl, uh, Colorado coach Deion Sanders says it's one of his favorite quotes. Reminds him to shoot for the stars. If your dreams aren't bigger than you, there's a problem with your dreams. And now he's got his dream boat, and so does she. Uh, love the love, baby. It's 414 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Oh, God, here we go. Country music update for you with the Kim and Pete and Flounder. 419 106.3. Here we go. 
Whoops. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. We'll, we'll go back to the other one later. It's all good. <laughs> Watching the video now. There you go. This is Chris Young. And Chris Young's lawyer is now saying the charges of him involved in that bar fight ought to be dropped because video shows he's innocent. Yes. I'm looking at it You're right now. They put he he's sitting at the edge of the bar and they're coming in and he kind of gets up. He's like, whoa, whoa, and someone pushes him kind of down. Okay. Again, this was the the ABC, the Alcohol Beverage Commission people of Tennessee and Nashville came into the bar and were doing a, an ID check where even the old adults have to hold up their ID to prove who they are. And so now describe the video again that, that, that when they came in, what was going on? So he was just sitting at the end of the bar and they come in and he kind of puts his hands up and he gets pushed and he falls down. So he wasn't whoa. attacking the cops or the or the the uh, alcohol people at all. Hmm. I'll forward it to you so you can watch it here in a minute. Okay. Uh, he was charged with assaulting an officer, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct at Doghouse Saloon, but the video surveillance didn't seem to show him striking the officer. The uh, attorney says what happened at a bar in Nashville was wrong. He never should have been arrested and charged in the first place. In light of the evidence, they should drop the charges and apologize for the physical, emotional, and professional harm done to my client. Uh, the alcohol people haven't responded yet. They went in uh, to the Tin Roof Bar about 8.30 Monday night to a compliance check. Uh, they said as an agent approached Young holding his ID card after checking, uh, the agent handed the card back, who then began asking questions. Uh, the agent moved to another bar to continue. Young followed them in there, and while attempting to leave the establishment, an agent said Young put his arm out to block him. And that he pushed the musician back to create distance. Other uh, people got involved. Well, again, now, if he's talking about the video from the first bar, he was arrested for what happened in the second bar. So I don't know whether that, whether that really is going to work for him or not. But unless that video is from the second bar, if that video is from the doghouse, uh, let's see, the second uh, is the, uh, the second bar. Hold on, I've got to ruin this damn thing here. Uh, he was at the... Um, uh, da, 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 da. The first bar was the uh, Tin Roof. Uh, uh, so if the video is from the Tin Roof, then nothing happened there. But the video where they arrested him was from the second bar, the Dog House. So that, uh, and now maybe the lawyer's trying to pull a fast one here. But either anyway, uh, uh, you know, they're, they arrested him. And he's fighting it. Okay, now let's continue with the actual rest of part of the program. Uh, birthday list, birthday list include uh, one of my favorite kind of goofball things. Again, this was like a 70s thing that was happening uh, really, really cool with the Roger Miller guys like that. Ray Stevens is 85 years old. He had the huge 1974 goofy radio hit, The Streak. You may remember his 2015 song, Taylor Swift is Stalking Me. I never heard of that one. Uh, he, in 2010, he did an immigration song, Come to the USA, or the Global Warming song. He did Obama bashing songs, Obama budget song, Mr. President, and Obama Nation. But he did stuff like, uh, he did The Streak, but he also did, didn't he do Guitarzan? Wasn't yeah. that what, uh, that was Ray Stevens, right? He was a wacky, crazy yeah. comedy uh, singer guy. Along before uh, the one... Uh, with a mustache and the glasses, uh, who does all the comedy album, the satire album, changes Michael Jackson's. He does Weird Al Yankovic. Al Yankovic, yeah, he did. This. Ray Stevens was long before Weird Al, I think. Anyway, he, uh, Ray Stevens is eighty-five. Wow, good for you. And let's see, on this date in history, twenty oh five. Well, I beg your pardon. Let's go twenty oh one, two thousand one. Halle Berry married her second husband, Eric Benet. 
In 2001, when their divorce was finalized only four years later, <clears throat> thanks to an ironclad prenup, he got nothing. I tell you, he got nothing and like it. But he had Halle Berry for uh, four years. So. Uh, she's think, the was, common denominator there with all the divorces. It's yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, well, now, was, uh, was, was her uh, first husband David Justice, or was that later? Do you know? You remember? I think it was the first one. Yeah, I think so, too. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, two quick things. Um, uh, Bill Sheehan, one of our uh, longtime listeners, the guy, one of the great Americans of all time, the guy that I totally embarrassed myself over the Masters tickets when he gave me tickets, and I brought my friend instead of hanging around with Bill. I went, I wrote my, I'm so sorry, Danny McLefty. <laughs> Bill, he's just the greatest guy in the world, and he still listens, and he still doesn't hate my guts. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, true sportsman, Bill Sheehan, uh, let me know. That I apparently I could just said he his message said Stone Mountain pecans, so I guess there's a there's a <laughs> product oh, called yeah. Stone Mountain pecans. But do I have to no. go, do I have to go to Stone Mountain to get them? No, 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 no. They they used to have a factory there in, in the town of Stone Mountain, but they have moved out. They were out past Gwinnett, I thought, out there. What's that town if you keep going, like, Winder, you keep going east to Athens? Uh, what, oh, what town do you go through? Uh, Loganville or somewhere out there. They moved yeah. somewhere out there. Uh, yeah. What, but so that's so why I have to go to get them. They don't sell them in stores. No, you can order. I, yeah, I'm sure you could order them. All right, Stone Mountain pecans, and I, 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 mm-hmm. and again, the, the one I was complaining because in, in the, those mixed nut cans, the planters mixed nut, they have like four pecans in there. They've like seven thousand nuts. They got four freaking pecans. So it made me a little ticked off. So uh, uh, Bill's going to help me out here. I just fished the M and M's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't get the ones that had the trail mix. I don't get those. I don't like. I don't like I raisins that. and M and M's in my nuts. You know, I, I like them separate. I don't. I kind of. <laughs> You know, sorry. <laughs> 425. Uh, okay, all right. Pete Davis, here we go. Holy cow, what a story. Kansas City. The Chiefs game, four or five guys gathered at a house, rented by Jordan Willis. Uh, Kansas City, in January, it was cold. It was going into the teens at night. They gathered at a house, watch your favorite team play, last game of the regular season. The next day, or two days later... Uh, people started wondering, where are our, our guys, including one guy's fiance? Uh, where are oh. you? <laughs> I mean, it's not funny because they were dead. They were actually dead. And, and the so latest fun. is, uh, the latest is there were, now is a fifth guy came forward. Again, three, uh, the owner or the renter of the house uh, supposedly, according to his lawyer, was sleeping for two solid days and didn't uh-huh. know that they were dead in the backyard. Two dead guys in the yeah. yard and one dead guy on the back porch. And apparently there were dogs in the house and they didn't, like, raise okay. a ruckus or anything? He he didn't let the dogs out in the backyard for two days to do their business? Well, that's the other thing. He didn't, yeah, he didn't see the, yeah, that's the other thing. For, first of all, you know, if I'm the cop, you know what I'm saying to this guy? Yeah. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah. <laughs> well, now, oh, my, my screen just went blank. Well, oh, a family no, member thinks he, he, he has drugged them and dr- then dragged them outside. He claims his last memory is, get this, his last rem- memory is the three of them leaving from the front door. Okay, so he's either hallucinating or he's just flat out lying because there's no way they left out the front door, then turned around and climbed over the back fence. Yeah. Uh, this fifth guy said uh, he they were awake when he left at the home uh, about like eight thirty or nine o'clock or something I think it was. Uh, his attorney said he arrived at the residence to watch the Chargers and Chiefs game. Oh no, he said left at about midnight. He said the other four men were still awake and watching Jeopardy. Uh, the attorney representing the house renter, who apparently was asleep for two days, said uh, his client the the, man, the fifth man left his house first, then said goodbye to the other guys. 
Uh, he went to sleep, but the other four men were still awake and hanging out at the house. And uh, so, uh, the, and the people are saying, "Now wait a minute. He was by himself. Now there's magically a fifth guy we didn't know about before. Uh, they're, right. You know, they're changing the facts of the story all of a sudden. Uh, they uh, now, and also this guy Willis uh, apparently left the residence and hired a criminal defense attorney. Uh, there was a, a party at the gathering. Uh, dogs were present at the watch party, preceding the men's death, remarking that if you have a dog and there's five or three deceased people at the house, you'd think they would maybe alert to something. And, and again, he didn't let him out for two days." And is he is he still saying that he was asleep for two, he just he was like passed yeah. out for two days? P- passed out on the couch for two days. He shows up in, at the door to the cops with, wearing boxers and holding an empty wine glass. He claimed they put water in from the night before. Right. I mean, it's uh, to me. And the police keep saying they're not investigating this as a possible crime yeah. scene. What what are they imbeciles? Yeah. Uh, none of those people called him on his cell phone. A fiance left a message on Facebook. He didn't receive it until after he said he didn't get it until after the police had it. A fiance broke the back of the door uh, into the back of the house and called and knocked and went unanswered. Called police, found three bodies out there. Um, he was, you know, I mean, it's just, he said his client did not hear the knocks at his door before the police arrived because he was sleeping with noise canceling headphones and a loud fan on, which he claimed the other uh-huh. day, too. Uh huh. In January in Kansas City. And he's wearing just boxers when he comes to the door, but he was so hot he had to have fans on. I mean... Yeah. Well, apparently one of the victim's family members has hired an attorney to try to get to the bottom of all this. No specific threats or concerns for the surrounding community at this time. The resident was cooperative with detectives. Uh, The case is 100% not being investigated as a homicide, according to a police captain. Well, how can they say that? It sure is fishy. By the way, homicide just means death. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it means someone. There was a homicide. It means it doesn't mean murder. They didn't. You know, but obviously it's a, well. Anyway, uh, the father of one, father of three, never showed up at work. Uh, his family worked to find the address. Son watching the game. I mean, the whole thing's a freaking mystery. How, how could it not be discovered for two days? Uh, they doubt uh, police was not or Willis was not involved in their son's death. He may have had some drug stuff in the past. I, I do not believe all of these men did drugs and he fell over dead in the backyard. I'm not going to say there was during the game he didn't have some drinks, but he wasn't irresponsible that he was going to go outside and freeze to death. You're talking about three grown men. That's one of the fathers saying. Uh, just freezing like they said. They could have kicked out a window and gotten into the house. I mean, I don't get it. Uh, man, another mystery here. I, I, can see, I can see one of them drunk to the point of passing out, maybe two, but all three all of three, them. three, yeah, and dead the next day, yeah, uh-huh. Anyway, the mystery is not solved. Uh, 4.30, Kimmer, Pete, and Philander. More coming up. Four thirty-seven with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Well, we're waiting. (laughs) I was distracted. (coughs) No, I'm joking today. (coughs) Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know, 
saying. I've got what? Hold on a minute. I literally can't talk. <laughs> I've never. Oh wow. My eyes are watering. <clears throat> this is this was a bad one. <clears throat> Why wow, my eyes are watering from the choking? I don't know where that came from. God. Anyway, uh, this is uh, uh, Offspring, and it says here nine nine nine. They must be nineteen ninety nine. Correct. The Offspring went to number one on the British chart with "Pretty Fly for a White Guy." <laughs> that was their fifth album, Americana. The single was number one in ten other countries. Offspring, 99. Yeah, there you go. It was a different time. Uh, getting to a phone here in a second. Hold on there. I believe it's Ed. Be right with you, sir. Also, there's a new, uh, there's an update or something on the, a famous doggy, uh, the famous killer doggy. Do we have that story? Uh, Pete, do you have that story? I don't know. Yeah, you story. want me to do it? Well, not in just a second. I just I wasn't sure whether we uh, we got that, but I think that's one of the reasons we're trying to communicate here a little earlier. So let's do that. A uh, quick birthday: Aaron Neville, eighty-three. Holy cow! Uh, biggest hits: "Tell It Like It Is" with uh, Linda Ronstadt duet. Don't know much. That was a great song. Uh, all these are funny boys. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, kind of where he goes. Uh, uh, I like that. And he did "Everybody Plays the Fool" to Aaron Neville is eighty-three. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, Plant person on two feet. Uh, and on this day in history, if I could, here we go. In, in 1848, James W. Marshall discovered a gold nugget at Sutter's Mill in Northern California in 1848 on this day, and it led to the gold rush of 49. And the 49ers and all the, uh, the 49 thing was a thing. Uh, for uh, for 39, as we speak to the phones, here's Ed with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Welcome aboard. Hello, guys. I missed the uh, the story about the guy holding the wine glasses. What what was? Uh, just briefly tell me so I could look that one up. Well, it was in Kansas City. Three uh, guys that are uh, watching a football game, and then overnight, uh, the guy, the owner of the house went to bed, and three uh, his three buddies ended up dead in the backyard, apparently frozen to death. And the oh, police what? say there was no foul play. They're 100% not investigating it as a homicide. The families are thinking, well, maybe they got drugged up or maybe he did something. Or, but and there, something suspicious because it doesn't make any sense. And so uh, yeah. what I said, what the police are saying, it's 100% not being investigated as a homicide. And what I said was, I believe that the word homicide just means a person died. doesn't necessarily no. mean murder. No, no. It, uh, homicide means the... Uh Unlawful death of a person by another. Unlawful death. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, but it doesn't I mean, necessarily can... mean murder. It just means that something is not right. It could be a lot of different levels of it, I'm assuming, then, right? Well, a homicide is, you know, for, uh, usually first and second degree. But then you can get into unjustified—I'm sorry, justifiable homicide. Right. Which is a whole different issue. But he said homicide. Right. So— so he, he, you're right. He's saying that uh, he doesn't suspect anything yeah. went wrong with well, I, it sounds pretty crazy to me. I mean, you know, first of all, there were dogs in the house, or dogs in the family in the house, and nobody knew anything. And the guy slept for two days, not going to check on his backyard. I mean, it's a, the whole thing just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so anyway, well, uh, Ed, thank you. I appreciate it. You cleared that up, and uh, I was wrong, and I'm glad you uh, said that straight for us because uh, homicide. Now, I thought I thought there was some maybe there's some state laws that a homicide just means the guy died and they need to look into it. But I, 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 clearly it's unlawful death, and uh, thank you. I appreciate that very much. I hate to give out false information. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm like a Democrat. Uh, 441. 404 741 Were you just trying to get me there, sir? Was that another message? Uh, or that from Flounder? We have another message? <laughs> you know, he's right in the other did room. You, did, <laughs> Is this the one in the doggy? Did you see the... Oh, Peter, yeah, I've got the Peter story. Did you see the story. doggy story? Yeah. Well, I've got the Peter story. I didn't see the Casper story. Do you have well, the, the Casper the, the story? The dog story is more... The Casper story is better than the Peter yeah, story. Peter's got, dog done this all the time. Well, so, I know. Yeah. But still, it's Ugga, so it's involved with the story. Uh, tell the uh, Casper story. Tell who Casper now is a famous dog from uh, not long ago. Tell the story. Yeah, about a year or two ago, he, by himself, fought off 11 coyotes that showed up to attack his farm in Decatur. Was he a Pyrenees One, or a, uh, a Newfoundland? I forgot. Pyrenees, I think, wasn't he? A Great Pyrenees. Great Pyrenees, yes, yeah. Great, great beautiful, big, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful white, dog. big mutts are beautiful dogs, yeah. He saved the livestock and fought them off. Of course, he and then he disappeared for a couple of days or whatever, and then they finally found him. He was all cut up and bit up and everything, but he killed a bunch of them. He, he killed like a so. dozen coyotes or some wolves. I mean, it's unbelievable to save the flock. Well, he he has won the American Farm Bureau's Farm Dog of the Year People's Choice Pup Award from Purina which gives him a $1,000 cash prize, which his owner has donated to the Lifeline Animal Project, the shelter that cared for him Excellent. after the attack. He's had multiple operations to close up the wounds. Wow. They had to amputate his tail because, oh, of course, the coyotes were grabbing the tail and everything. Yeah. But he says he was 20 months old when this happened, December of 2022. It was about 9 o'clock on November 3rd. Out there. John Weirville is his owner. It says basically he's brave, determined. He's a goofy livestock protector, and of course his name's Casper. It was uh, protecting sheep. He let's see, uh, let's see. He was awakened by barking. Went outside. Two of his dogs, Casper and Daisy, were backing the sheep up in the corner to keep them safe, and then Casper charged into the middle of the pack. The fight lasted 30 minutes. Oh, he man. killed eight coyotes <laughs> by himself. He killed eight of them. Uh, so basically, other than missing a tail, you wouldn't know he suffered anything at all because everything is fixed on him right now. And that's pretty cool. About 100,000 people voted for him, wow. which is really nice on, on that. To so, say how old yeah, he is? He stands along. Yeah, he was uh, 20 months old when it happened. God, listen so, to uh, Wow. Yeah, cool. so that's pretty oh. cool, Casper. And he's got he's got two different colored eyes too, like uh, the Max Scherzer. Oh the yeah, so oh beautiful, nice. Beautiful what a great dog. story. And he's from where, where, is a, where is he from? Dawsonville? That's not right. De Decatur. No, oh, Decatur. Yeah, I know it's a D. I got I got a, a vowel, a, a consonant. Uh, well, well, congratulations, Casper, and your family, and uh, God bless America. That's just a, that's a wonderful story. And thank God he's okay and going to be fine with even with or without a tail. And again, just a, a quick update in case you missed it earlier. PETA is attacking University of Georgia for using a live mascot after their winningest mascot passed away. Ugga 10 died in his sleep in, at his home in Savannah. The official mascot from 2015. And uh, so Peter says, the winningest mascot was born to lose since, like all breathing impaired breeds, he suffered from debilitating deformities such as an unnaturally shortened nose and airway that left him panting and gasping for air, particularly in the sweltering southern heat. You have to alive the end of the live mascot program and stop exploiting those victims of cruel breeding practices as suffering and dying on your watch. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's a dog. They keep him in. I'll probably that's probably the best cared for dog in America. You think they're gonna in any way have that dog in any possible way suffer for less than a sixteenth of a millisecond? I mean, give me a break.
Jeez. <laughs> People eating tasty animals. Well, I don't think that's what it stands for. Anyway, quarter five already. Holy cow. Holy crap. It's sports coming up. Uh, uh, Kim Pete and Flounder right here. And, uh, and Flounder's funny standing by as well. Are we doing a, do we have a birthday funny of that guy? Yes, later? we do. Okay, then. well, it'll be kind of a surprise. Maybe coming out next. How about that? I don't that? know. It's it's funny. Oh, you don't like him? Gonna, uh, uh, now, Pete doesn't like him either. You don't like him? Well, He's all right. Then we, let's not play him. No, I don't know. I think, I think it'll be no, funny. we're playing. Oh, yeah, all we're right. going to play him. Well, I'm, I'm in the minority again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how freaking unusual, you bastards. <laughs> it's always two to one, two to one. Bob Dylan. Into Betty Valentine from the upper hall. She sees a bartender in a pool of blood. Cries out, my God, they've killed them all. Here comes the story of the hurricane. Hurricane. The man the authorities came to Reuben, Hurricane Carter. For something that he never done. Something he never done. In the news or something? I, I think this helped. Well, it was on this day in 1970. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. 1976. Bob Dylan started a five-week run at number one on American chart with the 17th album Desire featuring Hurricane protesting the conviction of former middleweight boxing champ Reuben Hurricane Carter for triple murder in 1966, and he was innocent. And eventually, there was a great well, movie about it. We we think well, he was he he, he may did he have, get in trouble afterwards yeah, again. I think he probably had a little. Uh, well, hell, if yeah. I was in prison, for, you know, for whatever long time for three murders I didn't commit, I'd be a little pissed off when I got out. I, I, I bet I would have a little against a little hair across my you know my nose here. To get, you know, I'd be a little on edge. I'd be, I'd be you know, a little little fired up on a normal. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Where's my damn? Uh, hit? Oh, here we go. Uh, 1989. Serial killer Ted Bundy breathed his last. It must have been a beauty because his punishment for kidnapping and murdering 12-year-old Kimberly Leach 11 years earlier, his punishment was the old Sparky, the electric chair. Man, that had to hurt. <laughs> 1989, Ted Bundy. And our birthdays include Yakov Smirnoff is 73. His birthday is 73 today. Yakov There's Smirnoff. a phrase I never thought I'll say. <laughs> when my parents and I left Russia, we came to America. We, we landed in Kennedy Airport. Now, uh, we're trying to adjust, and certain things throw us off because uh, the word yep, Yep in English means yes, and in Russian means sex. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm not making this up, and we're... <laughs> we're walking for the airport, and, and my parents hear people saying, Yep. <laughs> yep. They're going, what the hell is going on here? And I'm saying, what a country, huh? It sounds like brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not, I mean, that wasn't that amusing, but I remember him when he first broke on the yeah. scene just because he had to be, what a country, and it was, he was pretty funny. And he did yeah. have, he, he, he made fun of Russians, and it was, you know. Yeah. Hey, hey, we call it Branson funny. 
Branson funny, yeah. You got you know, it's, it's like uh, being on a cruise ship. You know, the comedians on yeah. cruise ships, I guess, probably. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Where are you from? Who? Oh, hey, you know. <laughs> hey, playing the blue room all night here, the Ramada and the boy. Yeah. Hey, any requests? Who? Oh. <laughs> oh, how God. long you been married? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Is that your niece? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, we have an update on the uh, Kari Lake and the uh, Arizona GOP chairman resigning in a scandal business coming up. Also, uh, Pete, I think that was you, Pete, who said that Stone Mountain Pecan now is in Monroe. Now, does Monroe, that Monroe? And there's also Stuckey's and Wrens, Georgia. We're getting word, so there's two places you can get it from now. I don't think I'll be driving to Monroe to get a can of pecans. No, you can order it. You can order it. Oh, I I, I got to get the app. I, I, I see if Flounder can put, set me up with an app on my new watch. Called the, the internet app for, for the watch. Oh yeah, let me let me go on the internet and use my credit card to buy some pecans that I hope will will not. Yeah, yeah, like the rest of the four. Yeah, literally, the rest of the world people. does that. So. <laughs> billion people do. Well, why would we want to join that crowd? Unsavory lot they are. <laughs> I I know you people personally. <laughs> yeah. I can't trust I'm not you. I'm trusting you bastards <laughs> with my numbers. What, are you kidding me? My bank? Yeah, there for sure. Hey, we've, we've seen your bank account. They, they're not stealing I, I anything from you, buddy. I know. Just trying to finagle out of the legal ramifications would, cause, would be too troubling. That's all. It's not like you'd get anything. Uh, 455. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, the Kimber Pete and Flounder. And, uh, uh, I've got some things in the news. We've got some major stories in the news. Sure. You want to do a little repeat of a couple of uh, uh, of interesting sound bites uh, coming up here? Is that our? Is that our? Oh, oh, oh first, let me do this. Uh, this just happened. Uh, we, you mentioned a little while ago. In fact, I think Flounder may have the sound of the Kari Lake thing, which we may want to play here just in case he just joined us. But first, as a setup, th- there's new information now about the Arizona GOP chairman resigning, but now he says he was set up. And it was Carrie Lake's secret recording as a setup. You see, it's now kind of pushing back, and now she's pushing back to him. Okay. The uh, former, now former, state Republican chairman in Arizona says he was set up by a conservative firebrand in a leaked audio recording containing an attempt to bribe her against running for the Senate this year so they could have somebody else do it. Republican chair Jeff DeWitt resigned with a lengthy letter, resignation letter, one day after the recording was leaked. In fact, do we have that recording? Should we play that here, Flounders? It's not that long. And here was him talking to Carrie Lake that she recorded the uh, conversation. They're elected officials, unless they're pre-approved by the swamp. And the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help. I think you, you should go public with this and then no, say, "Hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want. They're." And then I turn my key in my car and I just. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that they. Tell anybody we had this conversation. I'm offended that they um, don't care about our country more. I actually wish you'd just give me a counter offer this big. Give me a counter. <laughs> I can't. I can't be bought. Come on. I can't. All right, I'll see. Okay, bye bye. Which you'd give me a counter offer? Yeah. How much would it cost to have anybody. you drop out of the race and don't say anything? It was uh, reported by the Daily Mail. He said the recording was a deceptive tactic and accused her of being on a mission to destroy him. The tape speaks for itself, said uh, the chairman, attempted to bribe Kerry Lake. Thankfully, Kerry's an extremely ethical person who rejected the multiple attempts to offer money and corporate board seats in exchange for not running for office. 
According to her campaign official, we will uh, be an incredible senator for Arizona. No one from the Kerry Lake campaign threatened or blackmailed him. It's unfortunate DeWitt hasn't recognized how unethical his behavior was, still hasn't apologized. Uh, DeWitt's false claims are just par for the course, that it was a setup. Um, where you can focus on getting back to the thing being. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah, he said he wanted, he said, is there any number that would entice her to take a pause for a couple of years? And she said, I can't be bought. It's about, mo- it's not about money, it's about our country. Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a flat out bribe. <laughs> and again, it's a, it's a bribe. It's not a bribe to prevent a Republican from winning. It's a bribe to prevent one Republican from running against another Republican. So, I mean, it's, it's a weird, I mean, if, it's one thing for the Democrats to try to keep Republicans from voting. I mean, that's, that's as bad as it ever gets. That's anti-American from the beginning. This is just stupid, sneaky, insider, uh, fraudulent, immoral, unethical behavior among party people. I mean, it's just, it's just right. chintzy and cheap and stupid. And uh, I mean, it's just... I mean, who, who would think of such a thing? <laughs> it's why people hate both parties, why they, though they're both corrupt, and frankly, both should be abolished. And make them start over again. I mean, they are, they, our system's not the problem. Yeah. Our government's not the problem. It's the two parties that are corrupt that's the problem. Yeah. Well, it's uh, coming up on 5 o'clock. By the way, you'll hear uh, we got Holy Crap at Sports of Pete. You'll hear uh, more Flounders Funnies, and you'll hear all the latest of the political candidates and all their voices here coming up shortly. Also, the uh, California chick who got too high on weed and stabbed her boyfriend 108 times. And now she is on probation, damn it, and has to write a letter of apology. Well, he's dead, so. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's at uh, 5 o'clock. Can't repeat and fly. He's at the point. Unbelievable. <laughs> The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right a blank. Ready on your dog target. Road guards out. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Don't be scared. 503 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder on 1063. Hump day. And by the way, if you noticed, uh, it's getting uh, staying lighter a little longer every day. It's been a month now since the winter solstice. 
And the uh, days are definitely uh, lengthening, and it's uh, getting earlier, uh, oh, yeah. lighter and stuff. So it's uh, nice to see after a month. I'm noticing you looking out the window right now. So it's kind of nice. But again, uh, I'll, be, I'll be leaving here in the dark, uh, going home. Please turn, don't keep your headlights on high. Come on, high beam. You know they're on high beams. Turn them down. It's, it's just wrong. Anyway, all right, the 504, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. We got all kinds of political stuff coming up here. Also, a story that is really um, makes me realize how broken this country is about what's going on in the University of Wisconsin with a racist seminar for law students. We'll talk about that stuff. Also, some bizarre of crime stories in the news, which a 13-year-old getaway driver? <clears throat> I mean, holy smokes, and a couple of married teachers who are... Man, girls, girl married teachers who are, uh, you know, giving, uh, giving it away uh, to young boys. Anyway, uh, 505 with the camera feed and flounder. And uh, the, uh, let's see, the big uh, big news course, big stuff is the political thing from last night. Uh, let's run down the line. we got uh, Trump and Biden and Vivek and uh, Tim Scott and the uh, Democrat and uh, with a whole, you got them all. So let's start right at the top, flounder, with President Trump is uh, claiming victory, obviously, and uh, making sure that people understand what the heck is at rich at, at risk here for our nation in this election this year we are going to win this we have no choice if we don't win i think our country is finished i do i believe our country is finished we have an opportunity to do something so amazing and the good news and the reason we have such support the best numbers i've ever had the reason we have support is because they are so bad at what they're doing and so evil and they're destroying our country. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. We'll see you on the trail. And thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Get along, we'll we'll see you on the trail. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I, it's like he deliberately makes a caricature of himself, you know, when he, when he yeah. adds that oh, China, message. China. I mean, he, he does it on purpose, which is kind of amusing, actually. I kind of like it. Anyway, you'll China. hear. <laughs> you'll hear from uh, Nikki Haley shortly. Let's do the, uh, the uh, he got with Tim Scott. Now, Tim Scott, remember, was appointed senator by Nikki Haley when she was governor. Uh, and yet Tim Scott is supporting Donald Trump. And so last night at the uh, New Hampshire campaign rally thing, uh, they kind of had a little fun uh, talking about that deal here with Two great senators, which is hard. I mean, did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? And think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's that's why he's a great politician. There you go. Anyway, they had a little fun on that last night. And uh, before we get to we're going to play President Stupid Face here shortly. First, let's hear from Nikki Haley. She is not giving up. Of course, her primary in South Carolina, her former state where she was governor, is coming up in several weeks. But until then, she says she's going to just soldier on. And she's uh, they're telling her to get out, and she refuses. At one point in this campaign, there were 14 of us running. And we were at 2% in the polls. Well, I'm a fighter. And I'm scrappy. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. And today we got close to half of the vote. 
No, you, you really, no, you didn't really quite. We it. still have a ways to go, but we keep moving up. Well, what, apparently what happened was they, they broke down the results by a demographic, and apparently she got a lot of votes from Democrats and uh, non-committeds uh, who were trying to put her over the top, trying to hurt Donald Trump. They were trying to have her, you know, if she had come out like 50-50, it would have been unbelievable. And as, as it turns out, she got like 30% of the vote, which is still also fairly unbelievable. But uh, again, it was because the people crossing over in open primary able to register any way they wanted to for that purpose. And so, it, you know, it was the, the results are tainted, and uh, we'll see. I, I, there, there's no way she knows she can beat Trump. Why are we still holding open primaries in 2024? We know both sides are cheating, especially yeah. the Dems. Yeah, and it doesn't. The problem is, I mean, your vote. You, you have a right to do with your vote what you want. So philosophically, you have to say, well, if you want to waste what I would consider wasting your vote, you have the right to do it. I think it's I think it's hurtful, but again, it's your vote, and one of the very few rare things that they can't take away from you unless you've committed a horrible felony is your right to vote if you're legal. So I mean, I understand it, but still, you're hurting. You're hurting your party candidacy uh, and you're hurting the true results of the election. I, there's no way that I believe that most people in America wanted Joe Biden over Donald Trump in 2020. I, I just don't believe it. So anyway, now uh, 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 Vivek, Vivek is also, uh, I mean, this guy, you know, he, he's a great talker. And he talks about how important this was uh, last night in New Hampshire there, a founder, if you would, sir. I do think the right decision for Nikki Haley to make for the country and for the Republican Party tonight or very soon after tonight is to make this a one-person nomination for the Republican nomination and then head to a general election where we can focus, I think, this year on delivering a 1980-style moral mandate, a Reagan-style landslide. When you have the likes of John Fetterman even recently talking about the importance of the southern border, that says that many Democrats and independents and libertarians agree with the views of this America First movement. Ramaswamy added that uh, Nikki Haley staying in the race represents the ugly, ugly underbelly of American politics where the mega donors are trying to do one thing when we the people say another. It's up to us, we the people, to at long last say hell no. We the people create a government that's accountable to us, and we the people have said tonight we want again, as we did in Iowa, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Vivek. And again, he's got to be some part of the cabinet, I don't think. Yeah, uh, have either of you guys have any more thoughts on who he should pick as vice president? I have no idea. I mean, I, we all say in the same six or seven or eight names. I wonder if there's a dark horse somewhere that we have no way well, of Like a Candace about. Owens? Tucker's or a, name has come up again. Real, again really? I, Tucker doesn't want no, to be vice president. You can't have two own. white guys on a ticket anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, Tucker would never. He doesn't like those it's people. It's not going to be Candace. Yeah. And you just say Candace Owen? Yeah. Now, that, that would come out of nowhere. Wow. Again, what, what are her credentials? She's a If he a, wants a to unify, that will never happen. So yeah. that's, don't, that will yeah. never happen. Now, if yeah. he wants to unify the Republicans, he'll pick Nikki. Well, and now they, uh, I, the, the last thing he said was when they tried to, in fact, on, I think it was last night the, when they talked to him, they tried to get him to pin down his choice. And he said, the only thing I can say was is that my number one thing is that the person I pick should be ready to be president. And so, you you know, you can't go like Elise Stefanik is not really ready to be president. I mean, she's a great young chick, but, you know, and a tough kick-ass, uh, you know, legislator. But she's not ready to be president. So so with that in mind, again, I wonder if there's someone we haven't thought of, a great, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm really stumped. Of all the people we've mentioned, there, there are women in there and blacks in there. And so you've got the whole hodgepodge. But again, I don't, I, it's kind of funny. I don't know. 
Uh, anyway, uh, 512, 512. Oh, by just for the record. Well, Tim Scott. Uh, Tim Scott, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I mean that make it would make sense. I, and that was one I thought all along would certainly make sense because he's. Ne- I don't think he's ever done anything particularly offensive, and he's been you know he's uh, kind of under the radar. Seems like a, a decent conservative. He's sure a Trump supporter, and he just got himself engaged on the beach. So uh, by golly, that's a, that's a, a, a mark in his favor as far as I'm concerned. By the way, uh, uh, CNN and MSNBC are getting slammed because they muted Donald Trump's microphone when he was uh, uh, claiming victory. Uh, for example, uh, Rachel Madcow, uh, when uh, when Donald Trump started talking about his uh, victory, she said, oh, here we go again. This is part of the issue here. We have to correct this kind of stuff. Jake Tapper uh, cut off his mic, uh, Donald Trump's mic, in the middle of his speech and said, oh, here he is right now under my voice. You can hear him repeating his anti-immigration and immigrant uh, rhetoric. Uh, and when he claimed he had won three times, and uh, they said, well, I heard him say at least two of the three, th- uh, three things that need fact-checking. <laughs> I mean, of all the people to do fact-checking on CNN and MSNBC, these people are despicable. That morning, Joe, honest, uh, again, last night, as when they played the sound bites of the liberals, I want to reach through the TV set and yank his freaking voice box out. These dirty, stinking, anti-American, treasonous, traitor liars are saying Donald Trump would be, you know, would ruin American, that you and I would ruin the American country we know as now as a as Democratic Republic. Please. I hate them for what they're doing. I hate them. They ought to be in jail. 513. We'll get a little sports update next with a Pete Kimber flounder thing coming up. Here. Like, oh, there. Yeah, look out. 518 with a Kimber Pete and flounder coming up. Yeah, there are no exceptional white people, according to the University of Wisconsin Racism Society. Also, the 13-year-old getaway driver. Hold on. Hold everything. First, it's Holy Crap at Sports with Pete Davis. The ladybug is back, by the way. Oh, that's a great sign. Two days in a row. Uh, Well, you're doing something right. It is. I must be. Uh, Just remember this the next time you read something written by a sports writer that 38% of them don't believe Andrew Jones uh, belongs in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, And that 6% of them left Willie Mays off their ballots in 1979. Wow. Andrew's numbers are up but still short of getting into Cooperstown. He needs 75% but only has 61 right now. Wow. Uh, But, Todd, I played my entire career in a pinball machine. Helton gets in. Adrian Beltre made the cut, and so did Joe Maurer. But Billy Wagner fell five votes short. Next year is his last on the ballot. He'll probably get in then, we hope. And Dale Murphy still isn't in, which just shows... That's another... I, I can't believe it. <sighs> oh, yeah. Man. Joe Maurer belongs in. Adrian Beltre belongs in. I'm on the fence about Helton. I, I'm not against him, but I, I don't think he gets in before Andrew Jones yeah. gets in. Please, yeah. who, you, ask people, you ask people out there, outside of Colorado, you ask anybody, you're starting a team, do you want Andrew Jones in center field or Todd Helton at first base? And 9 out of 10 are going to pick Andrew Jones. They're, most of them won't even know who Todd Helton is, to be honest, frankly. Well, he was the backup quarterback to Peyton Manning at Tennessee. So well, there you are. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Some would that's true. Uh, former Philly Reese Hoskins out of a job since Bryce Harper sashayed over the first base Ooh. is about to sign with the Brewers. So we yeah. won't have to put up with Reese anymore yeah. in the National League East. He killed us. Georgia Tech's football schedule is finalized. The Yellow Jackets open in Dublin, Ireland against Florida State oh. August 24th. I'm crying out loud. Hey, 
Maybe we could convince somebody in management to send us over there for that game. There's Wouldn't a great eye. Sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Get a little Irish lassie or something, maybe. Kind of maybe do a little international romance for the camera. I'm, oh. I like it. You're into you're into dogs or something? What lassies? No, they, Irish lassies. Don't they call their girls lassies over there? That's a Scottish. Thing, well, I Scottish, think. Irish. What's the difference? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> all right. Well, I Send think your all and letters all and, 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 and pipe all, bombs. No, I think it's all, all Irishmen were once Scottish, but not all Scottish people were Irish. That's no. why the, the crossover of the That's territory. They That's have what it was. they have intermingled uh, over the yeah. Irish Sea. They have yeah. gone back and forth. That's yeah. true, yeah. but yeah. Well, I wouldn't say any more about it, yeah. frankly. <laughs> I keep mom, no, no, this whole keep moving. Situation. Mm. Home opener at Bobby Dodd Stadium for Yellow Jackets August 31st against Georgia State, uh, where I'm an alum. Is that what you call yourself, alum or alumni? Alumni, uh, alumnus, alum. An, an, alumnus? an alum. They call you an alum. I, I'm an alum. Yeah, but I think it's alumni. Alum. The alumni we're meeting, but if you're an alumnus of so and so, and you call yourself an alum. All right. And Lassie is a dog. Yes. Other home games include Duke, Miami, and NC State, and they will play Notre Dame in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Whoa, big time Charlie. Yeah, that's big time. Uh, former Hawks point guard Doc Rivers is the new head coach, I think, of the Bucks, which means that Doc has now been the head coach of every team except the Hawks and the Globetrotters, basically. <laughs> Man. And the Washington Generals. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this, this has been everywhere. Wow. Uh, the Hawks are in San Francisco tonight to take on the Warriors, who are still reeling from the loss of their assistant coach to a heart attack last week. Mm. For dinner, I would have suggested Forbes Island French Restaurant, but unfortunately, it closed in 2017. Oh, now, yeah. If you ever had a chance to cool, it was the coolest thing. You go to Fisherman's Wharf, yeah. Wharf, and you go down to one of the piers, and you hit a, hit a button. And the phone would ring, and you pick up and go, yeah, I need a shuttle boat. And they send a little show, a shuttle boat over, yeah, pick cool. you up and take you to a man-made island there in the bay. You get on the island, and you walk downstairs till you went underground. So you're uh, basically underwater. Wow. And they had portholes where you could watch the fish swim by while you ate. And this is where now? It was Fisherman's Wharf there in San Francisco. In San Francisco. I'll be damned. Yeah, it was there for 20 years from 2000. Oh gosh, 1997 to 2017. I no, went there a couple why. times. That's why. Yeah, great. I was there. I was there in, uh, for two years in the 80s, and I, I, there was no such thing there then that I knew of. Uh, well, yeah, besides cool. the slight case of seasickness when you're sitting there trying to eat, <laughs> yeah. <and> your, <laughs> honey, there's a fish. Back and, <laughs> <laughs> and the great whites, you know, uh, goes by cool. the porthole. But yeah. anyway, cool. uh, the mystery of the three Kansas City Chiefs uh, fans who froze to death earlier this month getting stranger by the hour. Several family members are voicing theories and concerns about it. There's another guy who claims he was there and left early. Uh, like maybe the scientist guy who rented the house, drugged the three men, and dragged them outside to die. Uh, he did not let his dog or dogs out in the backyard for two days, maybe. And why is his last memory of the three men allegedly leaving through the front door? Yeah. How can you have a memory of guys leaving through the front door when they're found dead in the backyard? Did they climb back over the fence as a joke to the guy or something like that? Yeah. The police still say it's not being investigated as a possible crime, which means, I guess, Inspector Clouseau of the Surete <laughs> is on the case. Yes. I don't know exactly who but the guy crime? going out there. Has uh, not been solved. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, and it's just started on AMC, Monsieur Spade. Have you seen the, the, the previews for this? Monsieur Spain? 
No, Major Spade. It's Sam Spade, the Humphrey Bogart oh. character from Maltese Falcon and the other. Wasn't there two movies? In French? He, he, no, he's retired. It's 1963, and he's moved to France. And, of course, he's called oh, up and yeah. crap like he always did. And oh, Clive yeah. Owen plays Humphrey Bogart and does oh. a fantastic job. He's a good actor. He's a real good actor. He is. Excellent. He does a great job. And, now, yeah, and where do you see Is this Netflix? Where, where do you get this? Unfortunately, I, I'm watching on Amazon because it's an AMZ, AMC, but you got to pay after the first one. So I'm going to wait till it's free. Oh, Within God. a year, it'll pop on as free on one of the other ones. So Yeah, I'm already paying uh, $740 a day for my uh, uh, TV and Internet uh, yeah. charge. I can see why you're not handing out your numbers. And your yeah, I'm not. Uh, there's no number of financial. The uh, you know. <laughs> you're yeah. already giving it all to Comcast. Yeah, there, there, there'll be no nest egg, honey. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. The NFL has announced that it will be hosting its third annual A Night of Pride on oh, February 7th oh, in the lead-up to the Super Bowl in oh, Vegas. Oh. The evening aims to spotlight advances in the future of LGBTQ inclusion in pro sports. By the way, I don't see a plus there. Hmm. The NFL just has, uh, in the last previous two years, hosted the event in partnership with the organization GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. If that rings a bell, yeah. Glad is the organization who bullied the Dodgers into changing their mind and giving an award to an anti-Catholic, anti-Christian hate group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a bunch of drag queens who dress up not only as nuns, but as Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, and mock Christians. Imagine the Dodgers honoring a Christian group that mocked yeah. gay people. D didn't one of their things, their events, have uh, people like humping Jesus on the cross or something out outrageous like oh, that? I mean, just stuff. unbelievable oh, yeah. stuff. And the Dodgers oh, had to support them uh, because of the uh, because of the Glad groups. Uh, it's a social media uproar, and oh. uh, I mean, and, and here we go with the Glad uh, uh, activists. They were going to give them an award, and people said, wait, come on, this is a hate group. So yeah. they said, no, we're not going to do it. And then Glad jumped in and said, well, this is an inclusion, yeah. and the Dodgers bucked to it. Yeah. 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 Got down on their knees, so to speak. No, hey, uh, hey. So I finally remembered where I'd seen that little hottie we like, Juno Temple from uh, Fargo. Oh, really? Where? She is Keeley who plays like a Spice Girl-type girlfriend of one of the soccer players on Ted Lasso. Another reason you should watch oh, Ted should Lasso. Watch it. Yeah. Is that still on? Isn't that over now? Ted, or is it yeah, still on? I think they ended after yeah. three, four So seasons, she was a, she was a what now? She was kind of like a girlfriend of one hmm. of the players. Yeah. Cool. And I, I knew I knew her. What a great what a great series. I mean, those two, they were acting jobs. All the three of them. That little girl plus John Hamm plus the uh, the old lady uh, snot. Uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Jennifer Jason Lee, Lee uh, who I didn't recognize as Jennifer Jason Lee. Those three characters ought to be getting every award there is for acting. I mean, it was a wonderful experience. I'm sorry. Now, were they up for this year's Emmys or is that? I don't next think so. Emmy? I think it's next year. Oh, well, you know, hell, I don't uh, know. That's a good question. She would have uh, won. You know, would have won something. It's got to be for next so, year. Yeah. It can't be for this year. Must have started too and late. And finally, yeah. on this day, January 24th in 2018, they got it right, the writers did. Chipper Jones elected to Hall of Fame in his first attempt, along with Jim Tomey, Trevor Hoffman, overrated, mm. and Vladimir Guerrero. Oh, the Vladster. Also on this date, by the way, in 1955, Major League Baseball said it will strictly enforce the rule that requires the pitcher to release the ball within 20 seconds after taking his position on the mound. That was 1955. Yeah, what happened to that? That was 1955. Yeah. Right, yeah. 
And they were, they, 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 they were going to strictly enforce it. They were going to say, okay, we're cracking down. I mean, so, and that was 55. On this day, and compare this uh, uh, for today also, Pete, in 1964, CBS bought the rights to broadcast NFL games for $14 million a year. The contract lasted for 30 years. I'll bet it's $100 million today, I mean, or something outrageous. Oh, it's well past that. Yeah, We're talking billions. Yeah, unbelievable. And also a sports birthday. Oh, we just saw her on the news. In fact, we looked at her picture the other day. Mary Lou Retton is 56 today, legendary gymnast, all the 1984 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. She won the gold medal, the individual all around, two silvers and two bronze. And I remember, uh, who was that coach, the Russian guy, Anatoly something or whatever? and, and uh, uh, Carolla. Caroli. Caroli. Anatoly Caroli, Caroli and his wife. And it wasn't her scandal because they were brutal to their athletes and stuff and everything. But I, oh, you know, really... I remember, can you do it? Can you do it? You know, it's just, oh man! But that little little fire plug and her little size four shoes. They made a big thing about it. We're saying size four feet. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, small miles little... could never yeah. could never be under the rope. <laughs> uh, anyway, five th- coming up on five thirty with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Flounder's funny coming up. Also, President Stupid Face making an idiot of himself again. You're going to enjoy it and uh, a whole bunch of stuff till right up till 6 o'clock. Look out. Here we go. How you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete and Palounder. 535. Ah! <laughs> Cry the werewolf. You see the change in his voice there, Kimmer? Yeah. You see how he went? He went to two different changes there. There you go. Uh, yeah. this, this the Doors here? Is there? Where's, this is Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Oh uh, Lord, failed uh, today. Either the Doors or Led Zeppelin, actually. <laughs> no, I'm only teasing it. I've got it right in order. It says right here. <laughs> Flounder's our musical director, and he has highlights for the right in a row. I know who it is. So anyway, uh, on this day in 1970, Led Zeppelin appeared at Leeds University in England. His first show where Zeppelin had a meeting with fine arts lecturer Zachron to discuss their ideas for the album sleeve of the band's next album, Led Zeppelin III. Zachron, born Richard Drew, had studied at Kingston College of Art with members of the Yardbirds, and he was working with Led Zeppelin for the cover of the album. I I just, speaking of music, guess who just passed away yesterday? Well, I don't know. Melanie. Oh, no kidding. The brand new key. That was a yeah, great brand song. new key. A brand new thing with the. Brand, in fact, uh, Flounder, let's get a little melon here. Uh, I, 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 what's it? Something with a brand new key. I forgot what the. Uh, brand new key is the name of the yeah, song. Brand yeah. new key. It was a, a cute little song, uh, but she wasn't really a one-hit wonder. But that would—that's what you first think of when you hear when you see that. Now, just yeah, say how old 70, she was. Seventy-six years old. Wow. Cause. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. These days, 76, no, you know, 20 years ago or 30, 40 years ago, if you had said someone passed away at 76, oh, old age, huh? Nowadays, you know, old age is, is way right. above that. I uh, love that song. I have it on my phone. I love this. Well, if, uh, we may be able to find it. It's probably on a YouTube ad- advertising thing or something. I'm, yeah, I have to wait for the commercial to be over. <laughs> Sorry, folks. It's digital radio. It's what's going on in the world now. Three, uh, 537. Uh, here we go. 
is remember this cute little song. Here we go. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. <laughs> Brand new pair of roller skates. You got the key. It's, it's uh, excellent. Uh, so Melanie passed away at age 76. So. Sorry, sweetie. God rest in peace, sir. Uh, and you're going to hear from President Stupid Face in a second. First to the phones, it's Scott with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Hey, Scott, how's it going? What's up? Hey, good. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Yes, yes, sir. Um, uh, have have Flounder and uh, Pete lift this one up. I think it's called When You Use 100% of Your Brain on YouTube. Okay. So it's a black-on-black black crime. It's carjacking, and I swear to God, it looks like the uh, – Chevron right down from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And, uh, you know, this, this this older gentleman is fueling up his vehicle. He's standing there holding the pump. And these three young pumps in one of, in one of these little vans pull up, jump out, and start to carjack him. Well, he pulls the, the nozzle out of his car, and he starts dousing them with gasoline. <laughs> And the gasoline, and I, they must have just fueled it up because it's spewing out like 10 or 12 feet. And they're running and freaking out and everything. And they jump in the van, and they forget to they forget to close the van door. And he just fills the van door up. <laughs> fills the van up as they're driving away? Oh, my God. They're driving away. And then and then and then he sticks and then he sticks it back in his car and fills up his car. Oh, it just goes about his business. <laughs> That's oh. hysterical. Oh. oh my God! It's the best video and it's the best YouTube video I've ever seen in I, my life. I love it. Uh, well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Well, uh, folks will look it up because I, uh, my goodness, I think that would be fairly funny. I saw. In fact, I can tell you about this now. I saw one yesterday. It popped up on my phone. Uh, and it was so it was so heart wrenching that I couldn't even speak about it. I can now because it's been 24 hours. Uh, there was a video of a of an elderly woman, seriously elderly woman, and she's on a sidewalk and about to have a great surprise present because she had lost her dog had disappeared three years ago. Her dog disappeared three years ago. She was frantically searching for him ever since. Somebody said, uh, somehow came around to social media or something. Three years later, hey, there's a dog kind of like what you've been describing over in the so-and-so area. And so this old lady went over to the to this, was walking where the, where the, was on the street. There was this dog on the street. And she called his name, and he turned around, and it took a second. And then he started to squeal. And you, you just, you, you ball. I mean, just, just bawling like a baby with that with your dog. Would you, when they, when they squeal. Have you ever had that happen? Where I did it when I had a dog hadn't seen in a while, and he spotted me. And we, I mean, it was just when they squeal like that and jump up and down and can't leave you alone. Oh my God. Anyway, that's in there. This lady, old, an old lady and her dog missing for three years, and they're back together again. And the dog, uh, I mean, just uh, drive you crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, five forty one. President Stupid Face did it again. 
He's at the podium, and he's uh, he's talking about a rally, an, an anti-abortion rally. I mean, a pro-abortion rally. Sorry, in Manassas, Virginia. Manassas, Virginia. He shouldn't he shouldn't be allowed to be in important historical places like that. Anyway, uh, bull run. Uh, so, uh, President Stupid Face is in Manassas, Virginia, and he's got basically a warning for a former President Donald Trump. We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't. Mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. And no steroid in bushwhacking, horn swoggling, crocker crocker. The sheriff is near. (laughs) I mean, some of the reaction, you know, all joking aside, Joe Biden should be taken care of in this late stage of his life when his faculties are crumbling. No one should want to see a human falling apart like this publicly. It's sad, says more about the people who let it happen than about Joe. And my biggest complaint has always been about uh, his uh, cuckolding wife, Dr. Jill. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, community college uh, doctorate. What's sad is the crowd cheering behind his nonsensical rambling as uh, gibberish is speaking their language. I mean, this is really appalling. They're clapping no matter what he says. And it's pure. They don't have no clue what he's saying there. Unbe- I mean, really, it's just. Uh, 543. Very quickly, this is incredible. First year University of Wisconsin Law School. The students have a mandatory orientation denouncing whiteness and ripping colorblindness as a sinister racist tool. I'm not making this up. The Madison School, uh, one section reminded, this is a racial seminar. One section reminded the white students they benefit from racial oppression regardless of their correctional efforts. There are no exceptional white people. You may have attended many anti-racism workshops. You may not be shouting racist epithets or actively discriminating, but you still experience privilege based on your white skin color. This is in the pamphlets uh, used in Wisconsin entitled Common Racist Attitudes and Behaviors that Indicate a Detour or Wrong Turn into White Guilt Denial or Defensiveness. (sighs) Unquote. That's the title of it. 28 Potential Hazards for Well-Meaning White People. Colorblindness actually negates the cultural values, norms, expectations, and life experiences of people of color. Uh, By saying we are not different, that you don't see the color, you're also saying you don't see your whiteness. Oh, my God! If you're colorblind, you're therefore racist because you don't see your own whiteness. Uh, Another section aimed at whites who seek to exercise their uh, exorcise their inborn racism through embracing New Age practices like Native American sweat lodges. Uh, (laughs) The trend is, in fact, genocidal. Uh, Instead of finding a spiritual path, whites indeed collude with one another in genocidal attacks on Native cultures. It's like uh, they say they felt like it was a confessional for white law students. Uh, the stereotypes and epithets related to white people drew chuckles, but when the room, uh, when they were talking about other racists, it got very quiet all of a sudden. I mean, this is, uh, this is law school, mandatory orientation for university sponsored law schools. How about this in the making the news? A California audiologist girl named Bryn Spector, 33 years old, had met her boyfriend a few weeks ago. They were together. They were doing uh, smoking dope. She'd been smoking dope all the, all over the place, apparently. This is in California. Uh, but then her boyfriend said, oh, try some of this stuff in this real big bong. And she did. And suddenly she, uh, she didn't want to have it, but he kind of forced her to have another hit. And she then had no control over her actions, had a psychotic uh, episode, and stabbed her boyfriend 108 times until he was dead. 
And then she, when the police showed up, she had the body, uh, the body dripping in blood and the knife still in her hand, and she plunged the knife into her own throat when the cops came to try to take it away. She also stabbed her dog. Oh. Uh, the judge said, well, you know, uh, you guys, she was involuntarily intoxicated because of the, uh, he had pressed her to take more after she didn't want to get high. And so there was an immediate adverse reaction to the hit. Uh, she went to the bathroom and threw up and things were terrible. And so the judge sentenced her to two years probation and 100 hours of community service. And she apologized to the family of the man she yeah. butchered. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, up until now, I was feeling this is ridiculous. Yeah. But the fact that he forced her to do it and made her do it when she didn't want to do it, it makes me think well, it's his fault. Well, the judge ruled. It, it was, it was uh, there's an immediate reaction. The ruling said, uh, let's see, uh, had pressed her to take another hit getting high. And the rule is that if someone's forcing you, if uh, under California law, a person's responsible for their actions when impaired by drugs or alcohol, unless their intoxication is involuntary. So the judge basically ruled he was, uh, he, he was asking for it. I I have a short leash for people who try and get other people to kill. Oh, you need to try this. I yeah, don't want to do it. No, no, you need And do that peer pressure like it's still high school or yeah. something like that. No, I mean, no means no in this and sex. Please, yeah. if they don't want to do the drug, yeah. don't try and pressure them yeah. into doing it. Yeah. Anyway, what a, what, a, what an incredible story. And, of course, she's her life is ruined I mean, in her own head, realizing yeah. what she did. Uh, 547, uh, Flounder's Funny's coming up, and a 13-year-old getaway driver? <laughs> All right, coming up with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. We're not done yet. Oh, yes. The Kimmer Beatles. The old original Beatles. Austin Grid is going away. 553. I had a ticket to ride with the Beatles. And what a ticket for Brian Epstein on this day, 1962. Brian Epstein signed a management deal with the Beatles. He was to receive 25% of the band's gross earnings. The normal management deal was 10 and he got 25% of the gross of what they earned. That's uh, enormous. A uh, quick birthday or two. You may have heard of Matthew Lillard. I don't know the name. He's 54. He was Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. And Stu of the psychotic serial killing team, the original Scream, by the way. Uh, Misha Burton is 38. She was Marissa Cooper on the OC. Uh, Doug Kershaw, the old country fiddler. From way back yeah. in old country fiddle, Doug Kershaw is 88 years old today. Hey. <laughs> uh, on this day in, in, in uh, 1972, farmers in Guam discovered a Japanese soldier who had hidden in the jungle since World War II for 28 years, not knowing the war was over. I remember the story. He had, he he lived yeah. off the land. He he come out at night Bonsai. and he'd steal. Yeah, and he would uh, steal food and stuff. And he didn't. He was you know. He, I, I think he was still trying to do stuff against the enemy that he thought was the enemy at night by himself. Stuff. 28 years until finally someone said, "Uh, the war's you know." <laughs> 28 years, <laughs> dear uh, God. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, did, did, didn't they have to get his superior? Yeah, to, to convince come down him from yeah. Japan. Yeah. to convince him. They had yeah. to get his yeah his uh, uh, superior his uh, commanding officer to convince him because he didn't believe it. He thought it was a trick. They were trying to trick him to take him prisoner of war. <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine? Oh, jeez! Talk about dedicated. Five fifty-five. Um, okay, uh, there was a video a couple days ago of Ruben's Bakery and Mexican Food in Compton, California, where a vehicle smashed into it, backing up, smashed into the store, the bakery, and then a hundred people swarmed the place, stealing everything. They stole $40,000 worth of damn, the property and the food and all the stuff in this bakery and Mexican food place. The getaway driver, the getaway driver who backed the the van into the bakery to cream the wall and break it down so a hundred people could rush in and steal from it, uh, and then drove away, the the getaway driver is 13. 13 years old. Uh, they also arrested a whole bunch of his friends. The team was charged with burglary, felony vandalism, driving a vehicle without a consent of the owner, and citing a riot. He was released to his family. The 13-year-old is part of a string of burglaries throughout the county in Compton, California. And guess what? He was also cited and released after he got charged with that one. He was among a group of four that tried to rob a 7-Eleven when a deputy walked in unknowingly in, in, in the convenience store in the middle of the damn robbery. He was arrested and being held at juvenile hall for that. 13! Good grief! Well on his way to being a, a career cr- a criminal. <laughs> uh, oh, zero for a total? Okay. Yeah, it's a, this one's a lot funnier. Okay. Oh, oh good. Okay, okay. Um, also, uh, before I forget, oh, a quick thing. A, 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 a four years ago, a teacher in Ar- from Arkansas named Heather Hare, 33 years old, married teacher, mom uh, with kids, was surprised on national Good Morning America TV because her students wanted to send her a great goodbye because she was such a wonderful teacher and her class was being uh, 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 so, uh, eliminated because of the pandemic of the COVID China virus thing. So there's a big, big deal on ABC television. Well, guess what? That same woman has now been arrested and charged because she has been having sex with at least one 17-year-old student uh, apparently 30 times through the school year in her residence, in her car, in her classroom, in the parking lots at the school. And during a ho- and during a hotel, t- I mean, uh, a, a, a special sponsored trip to Washington, D.C., and she met him up at the hotel room and had sex in his hotel room. Uh, she uh, wanted a plea deal seeking 13 years in prison. The married teacher in Arkansas, the judge said, I'm not sure I'm going to accept this deal. She could get life. And a Kentucky, a Kentucky teacher's aide admits bribing her. The, she was having sex with a whole bunch of kids, including several at a time. A Kentucky Ellen Phillips, 38 years old, pleaded guilty, uh, enticing minors of this kind of stuff. She would bribe them with booze, 15-year-old kids, several at a time. Don't tell anybody I'll help you get drunk. Uh, the age of consent uh, for sexual activity in Arkansas is 16. Well, uh, we'll see. There must have been others. Does that include train rides? <laughs> That's a very good question. Oh, mercy. And again, in France, a mother's been arrested and charged and sentenced to prison because she left her kid to fend for himself so she could live at a couple of miles away with her lover. And the boy, uh, he had a life of solitude. Uh, he would have to steal food. It was, sometimes had no heat, no water, uh, would wrap himself in, uh, in, in uh, sleeping bags and so forth to keep warm. He went to school, did all his grades. Uh, looked neat, and uh, they eventually found out what was going on. The kid was seven. Seven. 
and he took care of himself the whole time. Quickly, phoners funny before he run out of time. Again, in my day, it was considered a good thing to swap ideas with other cultures, with other nations, to share things with other races, to assimilate. It was the opposite of racist. Now it's racist. Gwen Stefani got in trouble in her last video because she had her blonde hair in dreadlocks. People go, no, black people invented dreadlocks, you can't have them, you're white, that's racist. Jamie Oliver got in trouble when he put out authentic jerk chicken recipe. People go, no, black people invented that, you can't have it, you're white, that's racist. Now, black people, they use the N-word, don't they? We invented that. <laughs> I gotta go, you're killing me. Pete Flounder to Kimmer. <laughs> Hoorah, Semper Fi. i see you tomorrow. Look out. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.